Hello besties, welcome back to another episode. As always, I am your host Vanessa Casares and I am so excited to finally have back my friend Stephanie. She's finally back from all her wedding festivities and our lovely guest Sal. Hi guys. Sal's touch. On Instagram. On Instagram, Twitter. An amazing photographer. Yes. How long have you known Sal for? Vanessa? How long have you known Sal for? Oh, not long. Really? Yeah. Honestly, we don't have a lot of experiences together. No, probably like two. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, and those have both been good experiences. I I figured because, like, you've known Hugo for so long. Yeah. You guys would have known each other longer. Mm. Not really, Mm. honestly. I think it's on, like, parties and, like, game night. Yeah, which honestly, oh, wow. it, it made me realize just how dope you are. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, because I was like, Vanessa, like, she's always been kind of like, you know, this person I knew of, but never really knew. Yeah, yeah. I think you told me that night, too. You were like, oh, I saw, like, a different side of uh, yeah. Vanessa. Well, like, because, again, I'd never known you beforehand. Yeah, we so, never had, any, had, like, a so, friendly interaction. Yeah, there was that yeah. level of, like, vulnerability and, like, I think that comes out of you during game nights, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's all super fucking aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, so pay attention, everyone. No, definitely. I, I agree. That night was really fun. And same, like, I known of you, seen yeah. you around, like, mainly, like, parties, I feel like. That's, sure. like, kind of when yeah. I see you, like, would say hi to you. Um, exactly. But other than that, like, it, there was never, like, actual, like, a conversation that we've oh. had or anything. And yeah. then in game night, we were paired up in the same team, so like fucking naturally you know you got it exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly we even had a little handshake i remember yeah, yeah. Um, i forgot nice. about that night that night was actually so much fun yeah it was it, it, it was really fun i remember looking back and then i was like dude that was a really good time yeah. but um again that was my first time really uh getting a, a legitimate impression of vanessa mm, and it was really yeah. it was really cool you're oh, dope okay. you're actually really down thank you i was like you. she's so down thank you that means a lot i actually really love playing games like i For get sure. really into it i get competitive like i just have fun like i love it so much dude i just recently started playing sequence uh-huh. that shit is so much fun yeah. it's like a game where like the there's a deck of cards but like on an actual board like printed onto the board mm-hmm. and you you have need you need two players mm-hmm. and so you have to like strategically um kind of make like connect five but you can't talk to your partners and you're going against the other team and so like you get to pick but like you can't like make any signs at each other so it's pretty much just more of like intuition Intuition. yeah Yeah. i'll always see um bean bean burrito like at target or something and i always think of you is oh that what it's God. called? Throw, 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 bean, that bean. shit is so fun. Bean it's burritos. Like I'm just hungry. Bean, bean, burrito. But, yeah, that's the one. Throw. Bean and cheese burrito at Target. <laughs> I've seen that game too, and I've been curious about it. No, Dude, it always reminds so me of much you. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty fun. Like it's so much fun. The only thing is, it's hard to play inside sometimes because you have to throw the burritos at each other, uh, and you can break. Shit. Yeah, you definitely have to be in a space that's kind of open because you're uh, running around and yeah. So what it is? Literally throwing. You could explain it. Yeah, you're making like pairs, and if you make like a dual pair or a war pair or whatever, you have like these two stuffed burrito things in the middle of the table and so like if you get dual then you get to pick who you're gonna duel with and you pretty much just have to fucking throw them at each other and hit each other yeah and if they hit you then like you're you get like in a little x oh. but yeah. it gets intense because you can run and hide and shit yeah. and there's, there's a lot of little rules watching. right but yeah. um once you get it down it's really fun that like it's fun. it's so fun. fun that sounds fun i, would, I, would I feel like it's that. definitely a summer game 
I've been trying to buy like outdoorsy games. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've been wanting to go out with like a group of friends and play like kickball, volleyball, like yes. just like baseball even. Like just go out and freaking play outside. I kind of want to join like a soccer team. I've never yeah. played soccer. Really? But I'm like, I feel like I could do it. Just to, feel- I've never been part of a team. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like this summer feels so different because like... While we're still in the midst of COVID, right? I yeah. feel like yeah. it just it just feels like everybody's a little more like willing to just kind of go out there and yeah. experience life. So, I mean, think about when COVID started. We had that Bad Bunny album that came out like yeah. right before COVID True. hit, right? So yeah. we, we never really got to experience Safayet on the club. Or, oh, yeah. And then like now we have the new album, right? And it's like, okay, like we this the Bad Bunny album that just came out it feels very summer vibes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, like I'm ready. Yeah. Like it's I gonna also, be fun. I also think that like people are able to go out now without as much guilt like i think last year was still you felt yeah. bad if you were going out because you're like damn we'll be yeah. for sure still. yeah well we didn't know what code was too so yeah. i mean we were still learning it I and feel it's like, still bad. I think so. There's right. some people that are still like, oh, COVID's still real. And it's yeah. like, yeah. You, I mean, you look at the numbers and it's they're not much better, <laughs> if anything, worse. But I think we, again, we know what it is. And we're also like vaccinated mm-hmm. and, you know, taking a, a little more precaution. But we all we also understand what it is now. And I think everyone understands because for the most part, I think everyone. Did you get COVID? Yeah, I got COVID. Yeah, like I think for the most part, everyone got it and kind of knows how their body is going to react yeah. to it. Yeah. So you're like, oh, Fuck it if I get it. Yeah. You Did know? you lose okay. your Unless taste the of government smell? drops in the strain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I didn't lose anything. I didn't have all I had was a fever like the first two days and Did that you was lose it. Your taste and, smell? and I just lost my taste and smell. That's it. For like three weeks. That shit was sad. Me too. Three weeks. It's week two, I was like, Am my mom's I ever still getting know? it back. Dude, Your wait, mom? my mom hasn't gotten her sense of smell back, which is good because then I started smoking weed. And did really, <laughs> my mom—I mean, my, not my mom, my little sister—she lost her t- sense of taste and smell also, and she was already back to normal. But now, every time she smokes weed, she says it tastes like literal, literal shit, oh, garbage. That sucks. And I and I saw a TikTok of a girl who said after she got COVID, mm-hmm. every time she eats food now, she said it tastes like literal trash. No matter what she eats, no matter what she drinks, that's my friend. It tastes disgusting disgusting like trash yeah. like it's so gross you'll and, definitely yeah. hear that yeah and emily it's only when she smokes weed oh my god that I feel so, she said i'm gonna still smoke anyway but <laughs> she's like, like the aftermath is what but matters but it's just you know yeah. yeah she's like but it tastes disgusting i'm like that's crazy yeah my my friend he's a makeup artist he told me the exact same because he got really sick he said he was like in the like he wasn't in the hospital but like he has money so he had like a nurse 24 hours yeah because his doctor was like if you go to the hospital you're probably not gonna come back out but he said that once he started getting better that like every food like fruits vegetables anything orange juice he said literally tastes Tastes so disgusting in his mouth and i'm like you'll hear things about like things tasting metallic or yeah just some the weirdest things and like people's favorite foods suddenly they can't eat them anymore my friend's grandma when she got covid Mm -hmm. and she says like the thing would be with her is always drink her coffee right and she (gasps) still can't drink her coffee like little stories like that not the coffee but uh, (laughs) yeah like you hear things like that you're like ah damn i'm gonna still go out though you know like (laughs) it's because they're little joys that like you know like a cup of coffee it's just it's you know, and so it, it makes it's, so it's the human experience it's right? it's a little like, thing yeah, that we take exactly, for granted yeah, like eat, sure. how many people like dude eating we just like you know we don't really think about it that much like oh they just go they get this like yeah. we just eat whatever we chop it down and then later on like imagine everything you eat tastes like crap yeah like if if i like, could never taste hell? my mom's pozole again dude, i would be very that'd sad. be terrible dude i made my pozole is bomb as fuck remember i made it for new year's before we continue we're gonna take some time to shout out our sponsors at manscaped 
There's a certain confidence that comes with a fresh shave. There's an aura, a vibe, you know the feeling, and you can see that confidence when someone is well-groomed. We call this BGE, Big Groomed Energy, and there's only one way to get that BGE, Manscaped. We'd like to introduce you their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the Platinum Package 4.0. Manscaped is a leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and you can now trust him with the rest of his body. Join the 4 million individuals worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code BESTIES. Not just BGE, BDE, if you're well-groomed. You know what I mean? Big dick energy is important. For sure. And, you know, sometimes you got a little wiener. But if you got a bush... Like, imagine how much smaller it looks underneath all that. Yeah, So, I think grooming is very important because, you know, I've seen little penises. And when they're well-groomed, they just look nicer. A little better. Yeah. You go from, like, a, you know, like a 5 to a 7 at least. At least. So, don't forget. Hard, by the way. 5 hard. Hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, please. So, let's just, you know, get pull the trimmers out. Do yourself the favor and do your confidence the favor and trim that bush. And this brand really is the best at yes. grooming. Like, honestly, like, I have, you know, men in my life, and I've asked them about what they use, and Manscaped is literally always the best. It's always the best. It's go-to. in the shower. It's in the drawers. Yeah. Even for me as a woman, honestly, mm-hmm. I think their products are better than all the girl products that I, like, buy at Target and shit. They just work better. Trimming-wise, for sure. Oh, for sure. And Manscaped's brand new Platinum Package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered, giving you a bulk discount on Manscaped's top products. Stop paying more for his grooming product, ladies. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene, hygiene routine with elite products. Inside this platinum package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, ultra premium body wash, ultra premium two in one shampoo, conditioner, ultra premium deodorant, crop preserver, anti chafing ball deodorant, crop reviver, ball spray toner, anti chafing boxers, and the shed travel bag to hold your goods while traveling. The Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer and weed whacker nose, ear, and hair trimmer feature propriety advanced skin safe technology to protect his delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof so you don't have to worry about his mess. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the ultra premium body wash and ultra premium 2-in-1 shampoo plus conditioner. This luxurious combo will seriously leave your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Make sure you and your man don't forget to apply their aluminum-free, which is very important, ladies, ultra-premium deodorant for that cologne-quality scent on the go. But it's not just his his pits that stinks, you know. We be stinking a little bit <laughs> we know his balls can stink too we can smell it <laughs> thankfully the crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner can solve this problem for you once you smell his sack you'll never go back manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their platinum 4.0 pack manscaped boxers and shed travel bag these boxers are so comfy you'll need a pair for him and her and her i wanna um highlight because i wear them too and yeah they're fucking comfortable they're just the best Literally. like um lounging they feel so good 
The Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases to keep you smooth and smelling good. This is the best bang for your buck. Honestly, Beck's like the whole deodorant. Like, I've smelled it, like, on people, and it smells like they're wearing cologne, but it's literally just deodorant. Like, it's the best. Dude, to me, honestly, having aluminum-free is the main thing because um, I don't think people realize how toxic aluminum and is on your body and absorbing it. That's, like, a huge just no no for me so the fact that it's aluminum free is 10 10 baby and you can get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code besties at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code besties unlock your big groomed energy with manscaped and remember when he trims the hedges the tree stands taller what i tell you big Mm de and now we return to your regular scheduled programming my pozole is bomb as fuck. Remember when I made it for New Year's? Yes, I do remember. Dude, that. I made yeah, some I, good we ass. Were in, we were in, we were in, it was, it was in trash. No, it was actually really good. No. Nice I, no, hey, You know what? Hold up. I was also very drunk. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, he's, he's lying because we had it for recalentado. No, yeah, we had it in the morning. It was, it was really good. And I remember like, so we were in Zion celebrating New Year and we we were just like being stupid and just having fun you know drinking alcohol or whatever and then steph would be in the kitchen holding it down making period, her pozole period. and i thought that was so queen, cool like you know while we're all just doing our shenanigans like, dude i had such a relaxing i remember making the pozole tell, and yeah. i was so relaxed the only time i would get stressed out was when i would realize that i missed an ingredient um, so then I'd have to like like send people to the store to bring it and then it'd be okay. But once I was done and I tried it, I was like, phew, it was like all worth <laughs> yeah. it. But I was so stressed out about it. And it yeah. came out amazing. And yeah, I was nervous because I don't like, like now I'm a little more secure in my cooking. Yeah. But at the time I was like, what if nobody likes it? Like, remember? Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah, you were there remember. for Thanksgiving when I, I made the raw chicken. I do remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> raw chicken? Well, like I cooked yeah. it, but I guess I didn't cook it all the way. So everyone was like just being nice and like not eating it, but like still serving it. And I was like, oh, this is so you, embarrassing. You said there was like a history of like pozole or something. Oh, like that so that pozole. Okay. I just learned this. It's pretty crazy. The reason we eat it with pork is because before the Spaniards came and like conquered um, Mexico or whatever, the Aztecs used to use it as like a ritual. I guess like corn in itself like maize and stuff was like um it was only used on really special occasions like the oh. food the corn itself and so they would make maize as like they would make pozole with like as like a sacrifice like a ritual <gasps> and they would use like they would like rip people's heart out hearts no. out and they would use like That's the insane. body parts and stuff yeah so they would make pozole with human flesh what the fuck yeah but then the conquistadores came and they were like we don't do that Yo, shit chill. like you can't eat human meat buddy mm, no. then i guess pork was like the closest tasting wise to human so then they just started making it with pork that's actually oh wild. my god isn't that insane? That's insane thank you spaniards for that like i love <laughs> that's <my> that's <laughs> crazy <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think too that like pork tastes like human meat because yeah. i think even um anatomy wise like can't we use like pork no we parts? can use pigs yes yeah. pigs are actually there's like it's called like uh, we talked about it last podcast about how there's like a pig farms that are actually bred for their organs because they're the they closely mimic human organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people like to get transplants with pig parts. Yeah, because like- I remember hearing that actually while I was editing. Um, <laughs> I remember you guys talking about that, and they have tried it uh, where they like even have like pig hearts. Uh, yeah, 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 transplanted. Yeah, sure. but 
it's like a hit or a miss. From what I understand, it hasn't been that successful, but it's mm. worked to a certain extent. But I think that's with anything, you know, yeah. like when you get a transplant, even if it's from a person, your yeah. body can yeah. reject, reject it. Reject it. Yeah, so Definitely. the guy, I guess it was a successful transplant, but he ended up dying a little later. Mm. I think that's what it was. I remember hearing you guys talk about that. I wonder how life would have been if like the conquistadors had never really implemented that like how if we would have continued to eat human meat or how far along like in that was his- a norm yeah like how That'd far along insane. in history yeah. would it have taken for it to be like yo maybe we shouldn't eat yo we'll, we'll get yeah. this there are certain places of the world right that are still so behind and like you know tribal traditions mm-hmm. and that it's still normal to eat human meat. Oh shit! Like it, that because they don't know any better. Yeah. Like it's still in their heads. Like this is this is the it's norm. Food. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you know? Do you remember the word Rockefeller? Yeah. So like those billionaires way oh, back yeah, when. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so, part of the elite. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> like I think it was a grandson. Um, he got caught up in one of these tribes and he went oh, missing he was a photographer right yeah. I think he was so like a, yeah yeah yeah, yeah because so he, he went like not thinking anything they, and they thought him to be yeah. dead but yes. then later in like some photographs yeah, they found they like found oh what do I do yeah he was like just chilling with them yeah. and so the boat it's like a, right it's like a running uh, theory they don't really definitively know what happened to him hey, but no. they a lot of people think they the tribes ate him Probably, yeah, but so. there's a picture of him though, like rowing the boat. Well, maybe he's shit went sour. He's wearing like, like outfits, like literally, like they, like if they accepted him yeah. as a part of their tribe. I, I, I like saw these I don't photos. feel like they killed him. I genuinely. But I'm feel- sure, like even the Aztecs, like I don't think they. I that's what I wonder mm-hmm. because I know the people they would get were like the people they would kill. I think they were being almost not punished but like how would they decide who they were gonna eat like i'm sure it was also like they had their own kind of like um what is it like i guess system system of decide yeah yeah. like oh it's you buddy get on under like you know uh prisoners of war or like i don't know it's really interesting how they went about those things there's a movie called apocalypto Right? No, not. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a, a good, good one. Movie, yeah. that movie. I love that. <laughs> that's movie. what I was thinking of the no, whole time I was one. talking about. It. I think it's called Green Miles? Green River or something like that. Green, not. I know which one you're talking about. It, where yes. the like tourists get lost and yeah. then they just start Inferno. like Inferno, Green Inferno, no. Green Inferno, yeah. that's what it is, mm-hmm. and it's about that. Like I think it's in the Amazon. Yes. Which I have like no doubt in my mind that that's probably a true story. Most of it's um, still untouched. Yeah, like because the Amazon is just so whatever they get like lost and the tribe finds them and they just start chopping them like eating them up and stuff. I don't think any of them make it out. I don't remember how that it's a ends. Terrible it, movie. it was not a it's good not movie. It's not a good movie. Yeah, I remember that too. Um, but that's hey, what's a skinwalker? I feel like you've mentioned that before. I'm Isn't sure that's something you've mentioned. No, I've never yeah. mentioned that. I think skinwalkers. It, it's some sort of like it's scary related. That's as far as I know. I saw this TikTok recently where it looked like two feet and it's just like white, like like this. Like it was just two white like feet, and then the torso and the head were like insanely small. Like it was just. Just imagine, hmm. like, a head and a torso and then just two feet. Like, no neck. No, like, it was weird. And they were no just, like, neck. running around. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been, like, sightings of them everywhere. But I don't know if what that means. I don't know exactly what they are, but I saw a TikTok, too. This guy riding his horse. And yeah. then someone was like, hey. And the horse stopped. And it literally, like, turned around and ran away. And it that was like, oh, skinwalker. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Let's look it up. Because well, I... You know the way, like we can't sense certain things that like animals, animals can, can. Yeah. that yeah. always trips me out yeah. so they are the first ones to know when something's happening right even yeah. with like tsunamis yeah. or yeah. stuff like that like you'll see the birds fly away um, yeah i wonder why no that is a trip honestly to that is Ooh. animals are trippy is yeah. it this what you were talking about no oh <laughs> it's that was a- like a dog <laughs> 
Shape-shifting humanoid. No, it's not that. It's a Navajo legend. Yeah, I don't want to speak on it because I don't really know. Well, that's know. what Google's yeah, saying. Either. It's not... saying, according to the Navajo legend, skinwalkers are shape-shifting witches that disguise themselves as deformed animals. Yeah, it was really hmm. unfair for me to be up at 3 in the morning and this like video came up on my timeline. I was scared as <laughs> fuck. Was I was like, the why worst. the fuck would this come up on my timeline right now? Like, I'm not even like remotely like interested in anything related to like skinwalker like content so why would that come up like oh my, on my gosh timeline? you want to know what happened to me this was yesterday no this was the day before yesterday mm-hmm. so do you guys watch stranger things i haven't seen the I last haven't season seen the last season okay either. the last season is scary as fuck it's i heard that. amazing it's so good i honestly think it's the best season i've heard i also heard that too. but it's that. so scary like really I, it's just the way that the killings are happening are very gruesome. Oh, shit. And so even actually in the beginning, um, I guess because of the Uvalde, is that how you say the city? Mm-hmm. The shooting? Um, they had to put a warning at the first scene. It was like, oh, due to recent um, events, like this was filmed a year ago, you know, whatever. Because oh, the yeah. first scene is literally just a bunch of like dead kids. No way. Wow. And yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, that's cool that they were yeah, yeah, that they that. did that. And at first when I read it, I was like, well, how bad could it be? Because they haven't been that intense, you yeah. know what right. I mean? But no, this one's really bad. So I had like nightmares and I like woke up and it was already morning and I woke up and I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, it was a nightmare. And like I turned to Alex and I hug him. I kid you not. He starts doing this with his head. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, and I literally grabbed it. And I was like, what the fuck? And then yeah. he's, like, he's like, huh, what, what did I do? I was like, um, get the fuck away from me right now. (laughs) Tell me why that happened to me recently with Hugo too, dude. Like literally we were sleeping and then I I was wide awake. (laughs) This dude was laying next to me and I I just turned over, not even to like grab him or anything. I'm Mm -hmm. just like turned over. He starts like, what's that word? Come. Convulsing? Convulsing. Literally, he's just laying there and he just starts like twitching, like going off. It's like that. I swear to God, like straight up like seizure type shit. Oh my God. And I was like, what the fuck? And I I literally shook him. I literally was like, dude, like wake up. Like what the fuck? My G, you good? Are you good? And he was just like, and and it was just like, dude, he was just like, yeah, what? Literally same like Alex, like confused. Like what? Like Like, I'm fine. What are you talking about? And I was like, bitch, are you serious? I hate that shit. And now Alex is like, oh yeah, I used to sleepwalk i'm like this is something you should have said maybe the beginning of the relationship yo i had a cousin who uh slept with her eyes open Ew. and the first time the first time i like we were little kids right so the first time she did it we were watching tv and i'm like hey do you want me to change it mm-hmm. and I'm, i like didn't get a response <laughs> so, oh like straight up open yeah like this? so yeah no wide open i look at her and i'm like yo Ew. like do you want me to change it and then, no, stop. yeah, <laughs> I still remember this shit. And then my, um, my other, her older brother was like, no, yeah, dude, she sleeps with her eyes open. <gasps> yeah. I don't know like, if she still does it. I, how, sadly, we don't how wide, uh, keep in touch me, like yeah. that anymore. How wide, like. Yeah, yeah, like pretend you're right now. Please. Peace out. Oh, hell no. That would have been a person. Y'all, sadly, we don't speak anymore. I'm like, gladly. Thank God. No, well, it's like, it's family drama. So, like. Dude, but that is so scary. No, it, it it was the first time that happened. I was like, shook by it. But after you get used to it, you know. Dude, a bunch of weird things <laughs> like, happened in Mexico. I never slept in the room. Really? When, like, we were over there. I don't know if this is a true story. This is my like, friend Vivian. Is you the say one you don't who... really have any paranormal shit. So I, I'm very curious as to what you're I never, it wasn't with me. Oh, well, one thing was with me. But, like, so we rented beach houses after, like, the wedding. 
And we were up there, and I thought it was a joke. Like, all my cousins were hanging out, and all my friends were hanging out at this, mm-hmm. this house. And my cousin was like, oh, yeah, um, I forgot how long he said ago. I think he said maybe six years. He's like, yeah, like, six years ago, um, like, a few people died here. And he's a liar. Like, yeah. he likes to fuck, like, mess around. So I was like, okay. Too much. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then I guess Vivian said that she, like, woke up. And that Jose, he's my brother-in-law and his girlfriend, they were like, look, that he was looking out the window and that Vivian was like, babe, like, what are you doing? And then she was like, she swears she was awake. And that she was like, babe, like, but like trying not to wake because she was sharing a room with my other friends. So like she walks up to him and like tries to like tell him to come to bed. And she said that all of a sudden she's just touching the curtain. Oh. And so I was like, okay, like that's a little weird. Yeah. And then he came out of the restroom. She swears that he was she awake. She swears Whoa. that she was awake. She 100% swears that she was awake. This is the last night that we spent there. Totally sober? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that Sunday we all um I don't know if she was No, she was so, I don't know. Okay. Mm. I, don't I mean know. still it's kind of Yeah, it's a yeah. little weird. No, it is us. And yeah. so then the next day um we went to take a nap or something and I like napped with her mm-hmm. and I got, I haven't gotten sleep paralysis in like years. Oh shit. And I, I was watching um, Hugo's podcast and I know he talks about it and that reminded me, I was like, oh shit, I just had sleep paralysis. But in my sleep paralysis, like I, I don't know. I don't know if it was my <laughs> brain. I don't know what it was. I just could feel someone like touching me. Oh. And I was, and it was in my grandma's house and my grandma's house is like a little mm. sketch. I know weird shit has been done in that house, you know, mm. like magic stuff wise. So I was like, oh my God. And I yeah. couldn't, I literally was like, oh my God, scream. And I could not scream. And I was like, maybe it's because I was with Vivian in the bed. Like maybe it's Vivian. <laughs> maybe it's Vivian. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know how true it was. And that's the, that's what sucks about experiences that like only you know. And even then, because people, yeah. nobody believes you, you're like, Maybe I am fucking Yo, crazy. You know, you know my cousin Bianca, right? Yeah. So she actually had like sleep paralysis, and then when she woke up, she thought she was awake. She was still dreaming, <laughs> oh, and so she goes no. to her mom's room and gets sleep paralysis again. Like she oh, got it twice in God. a row. Yeah. Hell and no. she said like, she, like she would like stare at the doorway, thinking like she's fine, mm-hmm. not realizing she's still she's still sleeping. You know. Yeah. And then there was a figure in the doorway, just coming up out of nowhere watching oh. her and you often hear about like you know people not being able to, to speak right mm-hmm. and they're like they're trying to yell and nothing's yeah, coming yeah, yeah. out and they feel heavy so yeah like she told me this and that's kind of like when i first started getting really intrigued by mm-hmm. uh, sleep paralysis and it's a trippy thing what's sure. scary to you you know that's never happened have you had it no Knock on wood what's scary is that like pretty much like you're like this and like you're at least for me i can open my eyes i can open my eyes and i can hear everything like I can hear, I could hear mm-hmm. everything that was going on in the kitchen and stuff. I just can't physically move. Cause supposedly, like the non-scary part of it is like, oh well, your brain. Oh my god, your brain wakes up before your body, so you just haven't like yeah. gotten that yeah. like, oh, get up. Um, but it's true. Like you do see weird shit and you do hear weird things, so you don't really know what's real and what's not real. What if you're tapping into like another realm? I don't want to do that. I yeah. don't want to do like that. Like a middle ground, right? I've read, like, that. Ooh, I've, I've that's read that theory. I would rather just not do that. I would rather <laughs> just stay in my own yeah. body. I'd rather just die, actually. Yeah, I would not. <laughs> I don't know how these people in scary movies have the will to live. Like, if yeah. some scary-ass shit happens to me, I'm I'm done. Yeah, like, that's yeah. it for me. Yeah. Because like, obviously there's more. Like, what would you do to the zombie apocalypse? Apocalypse. I'm going to die. Die. There's no, mm. there's no fighting for me. That's true. That's true. Cause like, ugh, 
Slowly, realistically, either you or your family members are gonna start dying. Yeah, Dude, honestly, that's sad. Yeah, I feel like I'd rather die than to see like my family die. I have to kill my dogs. I think the hope would keep me alive. Like, can we get through this? Like, I'm gonna go to Bass Pro Shop immediately. What would you do? Everyone's gonna go to Bass Pro Shop immediately. That's mistake number one. You know Don't what? go to South. There's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Why? What would you do if like you're being chased by zombies and like the only thing you could do so your family could get out alive is throw one of your dogs at them? My Which dogs? one would I throw? Stop them. Oh, your Slow dogs. Them down. Ooh, that's a good question. No, I we wouldn't have made it that far with all my dogs. No, hypothetically. If hypothetically, you had to pick one to throw at them, honestly, like, which one would you throw? Just be honest. I think I know the answer, but I'm not going to say it. I think I know it too, but I'm going to just guess. I honestly, I don't think I would throw my dogs. No, no, no. You, you have, have to. I have to. Come have on. To. Just you pick one. You have to throw my bird first. No. That's not a dog. No, it's not enough. <sighs> I need something big so they can slow them down. So they can stop and feast and you guys can run away. Yeah, bird's like an appetizer. Yeah, that's nothing. Not, like, not. One, that's one <laughs> bite. Like, down. that's not going to do much. <sighs> Probably... Dory, but only because she I knew, knew it. it. I knew it. <laughs> she's the newest. Like she's, you know, the other ones. They they've been longer. <laughs> All right, animal control. Jeez. No. <laughs> was it Peta called Peta? I knew it. I was. I knew it. <laughs> she's just. She's the one that like she's newest. I feel yeah. like I gotta give the other yeah, ones. Yeah, you know, yeah. They've been around longer. Maybe probably Callie. If if I'm being really honest, I would have thrown the oldest one. Honestly, though, he's nah. so amazing that he would Rocky, sacrifice right? himself. Yeah, he would Rocky have, would. I one hundred percent feel like he would uh, do that. Is he still fast? Yeah, he's he amazing. Because you know, like when dogs are old, like they barely move and shit. Oh he's no, amazing. he's none of your dogs are like that. No, oh, okay. He honestly, like when I watched I Am Legend, I was like, damn, <gasps> German Shepherds are the best. And then I got uh, a German Shepherd, and I was like, I would totally survive with this man. Like, uh, if it was just me and him, and I all my family had died at that point, and all my other dogs, I would, fine. I would fight for my dog. And then uh, once my dog died. I, Put a bullet through my head. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, but fuck you guys for making, <laughs> <laughs> making me big. I do. I mean, hey, I mean, we chose right. I guys. don't have a. F- <laughs> Actually, I do have a favorite. Camila's that's my favorite. But like, I don't yeah, have a easy. least favorite. You know what I mean? Mm. It rotates. You know, every I think day is every different. Every parent has least favorite. They just don't say it. I feel like it changes every day. It does. Yeah, it changes from time to time. I really don't because they're so unique that you can't love them the same. It's also valid. Yeah, like I and I feel that about pre- people too. Like it's not that you have a favorite; they're just every person and every like creature is just so unique yeah. in their own way that you love them according to however they want to be loved. Yeah, that's why I say I don't have a best friend because okay, I feel like that, that limits sense. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got a lot of friends that I really love. You know, that's true. But it, and I, I think that's like we were talking about. Like mm-hmm. I think it just goes like it, it just in whatever phase you are in your life it yeah. starts to change do you guys uh, believe in like low maintenance high maintenance friendships like do you believe in that being oh, a thing for sure i feel like high maintenance friends are easier to have when you're younger hmm. like, yeah because you have more time you have all this time and you really have responsibility exactly well should we go into it like what is a low maintenance high maintenance friend what and i think, I think it there's differs a stigma for behind people it. though like sure. what's a high maintenance friend for you <clears throat> well okay before we say anything right i think you can't approach it with a negative stigma because high maintenance already sounds like like yeah, oh that's yeah, like a yeah. bad thing right it's not like, a bad ugh, thing this guy. yeah yeah but i think a high maintenance friendship means like um you guys are in constant communication you guys are always hanging out seeing how each other are doing right yeah and if you don't even for like a week something's wrong right like yeah oh, right so i think with a low maintenance friendship you can hang out once a month mm-hmm. once a year and it's like you never 
missed a beat. But right? do you feel like you're a high maintenance? I don't think you guys are. I am a low maintenance. Yeah, I think you're a low maintenance. Yeah. Do you have high maintenance friends though? I, me and Val, I feel like definitely used to be height maintenance friends. Because mm-hmm. like you said, when you're younger, you have less responsibility and more mm-hmm. time to hang out and whatnot. More accessible. Yeah, more, definitely. But um, we've grown, we're have grown. we grown now. Like, I have a kid. Yeah. She has her, like, corporate job and her own relationship now. Mm-hmm. And she's very family-oriented, so she spends a lot of time mm-hmm. with her family, like, mm-hmm. a lot. And, you know, I, you know, we just have different things going on. We probably hang out, like, once or twice a month. It definitely was... Um, we definitely had to give each other space for that because I definitely think that one of us reached that space first mm. and then the other one's kind of like left behind. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely something that we had to talk about. But I mean, her and I have yeah. been friends for 11 years and we're, we're best friends. And thank God we have that communication. And, you know, there were definitely like feelings hurt at one point, you know, yeah. that we yeah. did feel like abandoned at one point. We did feel like things were shifting and we were like worried about that was going to mean for our friendship. Yeah. But like... Like I said, like communicating and talking about it and then like reassuring that, you know, we still hold a special place in each other's hearts and that like distance and time, like not hanging out is not going to change anything. And I mean, thank God, like I said, we're still best friends today. And we, I only see her probably like once or twice a month. Mm -hmm. And, but when we do, it's like, so good. But are you guys like constantly texting and calling on the phone? Yeah, we we don't text constantly. Like if we, I want to say we text probably like three times a week, but when oh, we okay. text, it's not, we don't have full like all day texting. It's probably like we'll exchange like three, four texts yeah. and it's like at that, which back in the day was like every day, 24 all seven. All the time. Why didn't you text calling, me back then? Like right, literally. Right. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes like the energy shifts, not intentionally, right? But you know, some people just are growing a certain way and some are going in another way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just, you, you're not used to the changes, right? Yeah. So you think something's wrong. And if you're not talking about it, that could lead to, you know, miscommunication mm-hmm. or, you know, assumptions. And yeah. And um, yeah, and I feel like that's important, like not assuming, you know, like if I feel like yeah, I read like yeah. I've read that book called um, The Four, uh, what is it called? The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. And one of the agreements is um, to not assume things, you know, like if you're thinking yeah. something, it, you know, just better to communicate and be straightforward. Like, hey, yeah. like this is on my mind. Like, I feel like this. Like, mm-hmm. is it? it true or is it like is that not the case you know i i think, I think it think- goes back to like your ego of being like okay but what if i say that like what if they're gonna think a certain way or have this like opinion because i i know and like i i feel like when i'm upset with someone it's more of like i'm afraid of their reaction so i just don't say anything at all and i try to brush it off which is obviously not okay yeah but i i'm just like oh like what if I say this and they take it the wrong way and I have no way of explaining it and then we're in, in, in an even worse place yeah, yeah. than we were originally? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's the problem with miscommunication, that it's more of like you think you already know how the conversation is going to go, so you rather just not even have it. Yeah. And it's hard. And sometimes and, it could be really nice, you know? I like, know sometimes it's yeah. literally nothing like you yeah. expected it like, to be. Um, open transparency here right like steph and i we've been friends for a while right Mm -hmm. and we've definitely like had our highs in the friendships and we've had the lows in the friendships and i feel like when we do reach those lows it's a simple conversation and just being open with each other and being transparent with each other it's like hey you know this is how i feel it's like okay well this is how i feel right and then we just work that out and keep it pushing you know but if you don't if you don't say those things but it it took like one huge fight to get to that point things sometimes i'm like steph just 
just let it out. But I think it, <laughs> in that sense, it was both of us. Like yeah. we both did that thing. We're like, well, if they're not mentioning it, then we're probably okay. Like we were both right. like, oh, okay, well, nobody's so I, talking about sure. it, so it's it's probably okay. Till it got to a point where Definitely, I was like, I yeah. literally pulled up to his house and I was like, we're gonna fucking talk <laughs> right now. And I was like, okay, we are gonna talk <laughs> yeah, about it, and then we but, did, and we worked it out, and it was a beautiful conversation that I felt we both need to have, yeah, needed to have, right? For sure, and um. I mean, that's kind of what I appreciate in, in friendships in general is mm-hmm. when when things feel like that, can I just be open about it with you and just let you know how it is, you know? Because mm-hmm. sometimes they might not even see it like that and you do. Yeah. And then again, it's just a simple conversation and just clearing the air. But I think it also has to do with understanding because if we're yeah. having a conversation and you're not understanding me and I know that, I get into this like mentality where like well i understand you but i don't give a shit because you're not trying to understand me so Mm -hmm. then i just turn into like well doesn't matter and then you're like well it doesn't matter then anyway so i feel like it's also it's communication but it's also understanding of the other person because like imagine like um like your friend had never been like well what do you mean you're like yeah getting there and i'm not like that makes no sense to me but it's because people aren't used to change especially change that they don't want and for them you know, like if like when you had a baby, I'm sure you lost a few friends oh, and definitely. they were like, oh, well, I don't want a baby. So why am I going to hang out with someone who has a baby? Like, yeah. that's fine. But that doesn't mean I have to be sitting here judging you about yeah, it. Yeah. And I think even that took me along. I think I, especially for young moms, I was so judgmental about it. And obviously, I never realized that there's people who literally just want to be moms. Like, yeah. they don't want anything else but to be a mom. And I yeah. couldn't understand that because it just wasn't something that I wanted for myself. Yeah. That I could not be yeah. like, oh, well that's okay so, i would just be like dude but there's so much to live for and there's so much more and they'd be like okay bitch but i want a baby yeah and now i'm like okay that makes sense like that's just what you want there for you preference. that's all growth for no sure. for yeah. sure dude i feel like such an old lady like <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like i hate being that bitch we're like oh i'm married now but it really is like that and, like, you know just just watching from the sidelines right because um you know like we're, you've obviously been busy with your life and mm-hmm. the weddings and everything and you know i've been busy with photography I like I see you, you know, on the sideline just doing your thing and growing in your own way. And mm-hmm. so I'm I'm happy to hear that, you Thank know. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I feel I feel good. <laughs> I feel good in my life. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm like I, there was a lot of like instability. I there feel like there's my life has always been full of instability that now I'm able to be like like because I'm married, I can be like, well, I have my family now and I don't want to do that. So like I'm going to stick to my own routine. Yeah. And I'm sensing that stability more and more. Yeah. Because like my whole life has always been like up and down. I mean, even now, like I leave constantly and stuff like, and I would always see people like, like I never, even when I worked, I worked with my parents. It was really easy to like figure out how I was going to set up at the restaurant and then just dip. Yeah. And I always wanted like, a normal job where I was like, I have to clock in and I have to go and then I have to go home and I have to get some rest because I've never like, that's just how my parents are like, it's never been like a routine. It was always like, we're here. Oh, tomorrow we're going to go there and then we're going to leave, fly somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like my whole life and my relationships were like that. And it was hard to kind of find, even like with my parents, it was hard to find that boundary of setting like, I don't want to do that and you can't tell me what to do anymore because yeah. I'm an adult now. Yeah. And they've even for them, it was hard to kind of understand that. It is annoying now, though, because they're like, oh, I forget you're married. Ugh. Like if that is the only reason you're supposed to respect yeah, my boundaries, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. It's weird. Life is weird. Exactly. Life is weird. I did a wedding the other day. <clears throat> So I do I do photo by the way. So oh yeah, context. he's a photographer. He's a photographer. Uh, I did a wedding the other day where um, I went into it thinking I knew nobody, and this this wedding was in Hesperia, 
I I remember pulling up to the Airbnb and um, you know, they're getting ready there, right? That was the kind of the deals that they get ready at the Airbnb and then they have the actual mm. wedding at like I think it was an aunt's house. I pull up thinking, okay, new clients, new faces, you know, yeah. all these people to meet. The girl immediately, she's like, hi, Sal, like, nice to meet you. She's like, I actually do know you already. She says, I, we have a lot of mutuals. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, for sure, you know, like, sweet. And I meet the groom, and he's like, hi, my name's Adrian. And I was like, hi, nice to meet you, Adrian. And, and I'm like, he looks familiar, but I, I couldn't put a finger on it, you know. He, mm-hmm. I was just, in my head, I'm just like, it's probably just somebody who, who looks like him, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he looks like somebody I know. His brother walks into the room, and it's his twin. And he's like, hi, nice to meet you. My name is Julian. You're, yep. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. my God. I know them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hadn't talked to them since middle school. So it clicked in my head. I'm just like, wait. Wait, like, which one got married? Adrian. Oh, okay. So I sit there. I'm like, wait, I know you guys. We were really good. Fr- we would go to our other friend's house and we play video games. We're, we were friends at one yeah. point. And then they were like, oh, shoot. Like, it, it's like it was clicking, but it wasn't. Yeah. You know, and I had all like, I'd like to think I am. Um, I can remember things pretty well. Mm -hmm. So I I had all these memories in my head, you know, but they were trying to put the pieces together. I'm like, don't even worry about it. But I'm like, we were friends at one point, Mm -hmm. you know, so instantly there was a level of comfort there. It was really cool. That that whole day was a trip. Like, I feel like I didn't even know you shot for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adrian's wedding, right? So it's a lot of uh, full circle moments lately, for sure. And I go to the wedding and it was just full of trips. It, it was like every single minute was just spent like, what? No way, huh? You know? <laughs> right away I get there and I'm like, you know, scouting the area out. This girl, I hear, Sal. And I turn back. I shot with her friend and her the day before. And I'm just like, what? And UCLA. And I'm just like, okay. You're like, hey, how are you? You know? And then I see a, a girl across the way. I'm like, she looks familiar. And I, I go up to her. I'm like, hey, do you know a guy named Trey? She's like, yeah, Trey's my brother. And I was like, what? what and fuck? I was like, how has he been? She's like, oh, he, you know, because I lost touch with all these people. And then mm. it's like, yeah, no, he went to school in New Mexico State. And he played football out there. He has a family now, lives in Anaheim. And I told her, I'm like, hey, can I get his phone number to like just link back up with him? Mm-hmm. And then she said, yeah, like I would love to do that for you. And then uh, he texted me. He's like, bro, I heard, I heard you were looking for me and I got so jazzed. Like, how have you been? Aww. Yeah. So it's been a lot of like rekindling of friendships yeah. and. It's been really cool. Like, and I feel like that's going to happen more when we hit like our 30s because I think everyone's going to be settled, you know? Right, like everyone's yeah. like, okay, this is my life. Now I can yeah. go and like rekindle. You know what I always thought was weird though? Like even like in movies mm-hmm. where like people meet up, they're like, we were best friends in, in <laughs> elementary school. How yeah. could you not like do like in War Dogs? Have you yeah. seen War Dogs? A while ago. They were like friends yeah. in like elementary school and they're like, want to come do some illegal shit with me? And they're like, oh man, it's because he's my best friend from elementary school. How can I say no to him? Yeah. It's like, bitch, I don't remember anybody from elementary school. Did That's you ever crazy. watch um, Saving Private Ryan? No. No? No, I didn't either. I think you'd like it. I think you specifically like in the movies. You, you like Interstellar, right? I feel like. Isn't like, it sad? It's, yeah, it's pretty sad. But it's a good movie. It's a great movie. You've seen it's it? A gr- yeah, it, like it's a thousand such a times. Good movie. Really? I love it. Am I gonna cry? How how much? You haven't am I seen Interstellar? Oh, I thought up. you said Saving Private Ryan. No, oh, that was a good. They're both good. Oh movies, no, yeah. I fucking love Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar it's so movie, good. Yeah. It's I cry. amazing. I cry every single time. Dude, it's just how could you not? Yeah. No. Like okay, what would you do? I would have never him. left. Yeah. So honestly, I don't think I would leave. Um, just because now that I'm a mother, first off, I'm not into like science based shit like that. I feel like I would have to be like deeply obsessed the way mm. his her father was mm-hmm. to feel like, okay, I have to leave. 
And I'm and I'm also aware that he didn't think he was gonna be away for that long. That's you know? true. I forgot about that. Yeah, he thought you know, okay, like I'll be back by the time like we're the same age. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, it'll. I'll Dude, be but fine. him knowing that and yeah. like leaving, yeah. that's intense. And that, and honestly, like this is, I feel like this is one of the things that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. They think that when they have children, they're something's like a switch is gonna go off where they're just gonna be like, I'm all about my children now. Like they think that when they have children, like it's gonna somehow be like, okay, like now my whole focus is on my children and like mm-hmm. my whole life is for my children. That doesn't happen. That mm. that's not true. I was expecting that to happen in my life. Like I yeah. thought, okay, like as soon as I have Ezra, like I'm gonna be all about him, all about the mom life, everything that I know now. Like it's gonna be like in the back burner. Like not saying that I'm not gonna enjoy doing those things, but like it's not gonna be my priority anymore. Right. Which is not, but it's not true. That switch doesn't happen. Like you still have what you're passionate about, what you love. And sometimes it's really hard to kind of be like, damn, like, I really want to do this though. Like, Mm -hmm. do I want to do this or do I want to, like, play with my kid with cars that I'm, like, not interested in, like, sitting on the floor for... 30 minutes and hours just yeah, playing with cars and realistically like i mean you're you're not, gonna get bored and then exactly, you're not gonna enjoy spending exactly. time and yeah. it's like and it's like people think that like it's just like and 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 yes you do love them and it's like amazing but like it doesn't mean that everything like your whole life before your children just like just disappears like right. you're not interested that doesn't happen and it's like if you're not ready to balance in the radical change of having children in your life because it definitely does mean that they're your priority now. It has to be that way. Mm-hmm. They're in like you have to care for them. Like they're they dependent mm-hmm. on you completely. Mm-hmm. Especially like the first at least five, six years of their lives, you know, they're completely dependent on you. Right. You know? And it's like you really do have to put a lot of the things that you would rather do in the back burner. And that's hard. And people a lot of people don't understand that. And they don't get how hard it is until the kids are actually there. Yeah. And it's like and it's like but like I said, going back to Interstellar I would have left personally because I I'm not like a big science person. But what if the fate of the world was in your dependent? Hands? <laughs> Honestly, like if the, I feel like well, if that was the case, I would do it. Obviously, because like, what's the point of staying behind if I'm gonna die anyway? Like, might as well try to give my child and future generations like a chance, you know. But I wouldn't have been able to do it. And then, especially seeing how the movie unfolds, you know, he was the one that gave her the message like saying "Don't go," mm. and it's like you know. I feel like just personally, I feel like I'm more of like, I listen to my gut, I feel like, definitely. And I I feel like if my gut would have been telling me don't go, I wouldn't have left. But you know what's like, like, fucked? Have you seen The Mist? I did a long time ago. I don't remember. It's like a scary movie? It's it's like a Stephen King movie where like they're trapped in like a grocery store and like, like not a Stephen King movie, adaptation or whatever. And but in the end, they there's like monsters in the mist, and yeah. everyone keeps like fucking dying. But in the end, like the the like a family goes out, and then they see like a huge thing coming, and they're like, "Fuck, we're gonna die!" And he only has three bullets, so he kills his family, and he's like, "Fuck it, like I'll just let the monsters eat me." And then it's the U.S. Army. Shut the Damn. fuck up. <laughs> That's how it ends. That's how it ends. I've never seen it, but Alex told me, and I was like, "No way." It's kind of that sounds like Bird Box, like though it's like a mysterious. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I like, would, imagine that sucks. At that point, I would just be like, "Please shoot me!" Like, I, there's no fucking way that I'm living. Yeah. Like, kill me right now. Like, kill, kill me. Like, that, there's no way. Like, either you, know, you, you do thought it, you were doing the right a thing. Favorite. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like either you fucking kill me, or I'm just gonna. They should just throw myself off a bridge a right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, line up with me real quick. 
That's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's sad. That's terrible. It's intense. Do you recommend watching oh it? Oh, you I've said you haven't seen, seen it. it. Yeah, okay. Alex told me about it though. You know what Alex is really into right now? He watches like because it's on TikTok, but he watches it on YouTube. Yeah. Like it'll show the movie, but someone's explaining it to you what's happening. It's like it's like a whole two hour movie, but in like a ten yeah, minute version. Yeah, like a summary. Version. Yeah, and I keep yeah. telling him, I'm like, just just watch the movie. Yeah. And he won't like he'll just watch the like explanation of it. That, right. That's I feel like you being a movie buff, right? I'll often with Steph, this will happen where she's like, "Oh, do you remember in this movie?" I'm like, "I haven't seen it." And you're like, "How have you not seen it?" And I was like, "Honestly, like I love movies, but like I have to like sit there and invest myself. And if I'm not feeling it within like the first 20 minutes, I'm like you're not done. gonna watch oh. it." Yeah, yeah, especially like if you're busy too, like editing. I'm For sure, yeah, yeah, and like being on the computer and whatnot so much. Yeah, and then you know if the movie's really good, then it takes. Like if it's good enough, or like I'm putting my editing down and mm-hmm. locking into the movie, that's like okay, it's, yeah, it. exactly. Do you um like do you consider yourself a videographer too, or you're just like a photographer? Because I always thought <clears throat> they were the same thing. I am. I would say I'm a creative. So like okay. I I like expressing myself through art. So whether that be photo, video, whatever, graphic design, you know, like photoshopping shit. Yeah. Um, but. I, I'd say I'm capable of doing video. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I shy away from it professionally. So, like, if you want me to do a video for you, I could do it, you know? Mm. But if, like, uh, this company reaches out, you know, is like, hey, we want you to film video, I'll be like, uh, do you need photo instead, mm. you know? Because okay, I'm more okay. comfortable with that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But I feel like, um, like I'm capable. You yeah, know? of course. Yeah. And I, I think uh, with the right gear, I, I could do a good job. But I, I like doing video for fun, more for fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And professionally. Yeah. And that's for, cool then, too, because you don't lose, like, the passion of it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I will say with photo, and you've obviously seen I've been a little more busy than mm-hmm. I'm used to. Um, while the passion is still there, I feel like creative burnout is a real thing. Oh, God. And I've, yeah. uh, I've learned that, too. And I'm sure Saul can relate to it. And uh, all our creative friends in that bubble, you know, Dude, where sometimes, yeah. like... You, Hugo's you, always freaking complaining yeah, about burnout. Yeah, so it's like, you, you, it's this thing you love, right? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, just to give some context, like, photo was never really the vision initially. Like, I went to school for business, you know? I was a business major, and then uh, that didn't, you know, I... I got an office job and I was like four or five months in it. I was like, I'm not trying to do all this. Like yeah. I was unhappy. So I started doing photo full time and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, cool, I'm doing what I love. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm doing the deed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you hit these, these roadblocks where you're just like, yeah. it's like, Sal, like do this and do that. And, and, you know, creativity, I'm not going to sit there and say what I'm doing is so tiring. Cause I know people bust their ass, you know? Uh, but it could be mentally, you know, it's fatiguing. Valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because to feel even if like people are busting their ass out there, Physically, it doesn't mean right? that yeah. what you're doing is easy. Exactly. Right. It's- like you're you're literally pulling this thing out of your head, like out of thin air, and you're making it tangible. You're making it yeah. something that others can see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and if you didn't know, the brain actually requires the most energy out of any organ out of your body, actually. Yeah, that's, I mean, I believe so it, right? It's, so it's, it makes sense. You know, creative burnout is definitely a thing. Just, you know, my baby's Hugo. Okay, yeah. my baby's there. <laughs> you know, I, like, I know Hugo. I did him for like you know, yeah, five yeah. years, so I've been around him while he edits a lot. And yeah, and I've been those, around him too, you know, creatively, mo- right? Definitely. So, yeah. And those moments where he's like, dude, like, I I'm like sitting there and I'm like, dude, how can you just not do that? Like, like it. I'm like just I'm I'm like in full of energy. Yeah, yeah I'm great. Like, you know, yeah. how can you just not do like it. You're just sitting there like you know it's not a big thing. But yeah. over time, just seeing like 
the process actually goes behind editing a picture you know Nobody really the creativity that, yeah. of like actually like being able to because i know hugo does a lot of like sci-fi shit he likes to yeah. edit yeah. a lot of crap into his pictures and whatnot and like it's a lot of detailed work it's it's literally people i feel like people are just thinking of the mentality yeah. it's like you just slap a filter on and that's it no yeah. it's like like There's instagram so type like you upload a picture and you just slap a, a filter yeah. i feel like people have that mentality yeah. and it's like yo no not at all that's like, why I, I i'm sorry I, no no go ahead, okay, go ahead but i think that's why i appreciate so much what what hugo does and what saul does or um you know just any creative in general i think um you know what what the general audience sees right yeah. like when you're doing a photo shoot you're only with them for like maybe 30 minutes to an hour yeah right? and that's all they see they yeah. don't see um you picking the photos choosing a art style you want to go with all the little details maybe there's a car you yeah. know maybe there's a there's a little fly on their shirt you yeah. know but it's those those things that you start paying attention to over time yeah, like all and, the hair flyaways the acne yeah. all the, the fat that the girls want edited it, out it's like, so the stuff, yeah, like, yeah. like stuff that people ask you that you're like oh uh, now i gotta okay. go back right and that's where the creative burnout comes from right because before you're like oh shit like i did that right like yeah. i i made this look like that and then you know you're into it so deep where it start the demands a little higher and mm-hmm. you're just like oh and now it's a chore, you know? And then like, imagine doing all that little mm-hmm. crap for like 500 pictures, bro. Like, right. it's literally mm-hmm. like, it's hard. It's, I, had, it's really I had a girl, hard. yeah. So there was this girl who uh, had her Apple Watch on. And I'm like, are you okay doing the photo shoot with the watch on? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my head, I knew like, I don't think, in the moment where I felt like she didn't really process her answer or hear what I even asked. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool. And, you know, it was in the, in the moment sort of a thing and then after the photo shoot she texts me she's like hey can you can you photoshop that watch out of uh oh, I'm thinking about it i don't think girl. i want it on there girl, do you want a specific yeah. time on the watch i would have yeah. been like look i can do i, can, I just put I, three more on her <laughs> i'd have been like um i can edit like off three pictures yeah. the rest that's on you girl i asked you yeah yeah i don't and, have the time and for that's kind of what i said it's like um you know, I'll do it for as many as I can. Yeah. You know? So I, I'd spent like a cool extra three hours just Dude, like literally. for each photo. And that's, it adds up really that's, quick. That's what yeah. I mean. Even like with podcasts, like I feel like people are like, oh, any idiot can do a podcast. No. No. And there's Not, a whole science no. to it. I mean, again, th- I feel like what this is, is, is a creative, right? It's entertainment. Yeah. Creativity is involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, same goes with, with streaming. It, there's so many things that people don't think about because they're just an audience, right? Right. Yeah. They're just watching yeah. like. But there's little details and little nuances. And And it's easy to judge, you know, from the outside in. But um, when you can master it and then have people not think about that, that's how you know you're doing a good job. Um, But going back to the creative burnout, I will say, like, I I love what I do, you know. And while Mm -hmm. the creative burnout does happen here and there, all in all, like, um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like, I really, I really love it. Not to say, like... I'm gonna do it for the rest of my life because you know things can change. You yeah, know? maybe of I'm a doctor in ten years. Hell yeah! But um, please. But for now, I don't have to drive I, to TJ <laughs> to get checkups. But all I know is right now in this moment, um, I'm enjoying it and That's I'm having good. a really good Definitely. time doing it. Yeah, you're great. It. Thank you're you great so much. Thank you, you are a great photographer. I really appreciate that. And you know what? I like. I wish I got that validation more from like like family, even you know. Mm. But um, when this first started, uh, which I'm hitting three years now, Hugo five i think right Mm -hmm. and you know um when i first started this i was like so new to it and excited i'm like i'm never gonna have to like i'll do my own work schedules like it's on my own terms like people are like oh like i'm gonna drop my nine to five but 
you're picking up a 24 7 you know yeah, it's like you're, it's, it's a full-on gig literally. and i'm sure saul can relate to that again you yeah. know and mm-hmm. uh, that's why hats off to him and what he does but um or any creative in general but i would say it's definitely it's it's been a journey it's been getting used to it yeah and it's it's been fun though for sure and yeah. i think that has to do a lot with even like social media like i think about it i used to be like such a i was such a hater <clears throat> i'd be like oh my god like these influencers like they don't they don't do shit like wh- how can they be getting rich off of not doing shit and then when i was running the food truck and i had to post all these pictures i'm like Oh, oh every day yeah. I gotta post something so people don't forget about yeah. me. Like it's hard. I remember that time. Yeah, and especially because like you feel like you want more than what you're getting. Sometimes like you're like, oh, this is a good post, and you don't really get that many like um, yeah. interaction with it. So you're like, fuck. Like I thought it was really good. And yeah. yeah, and it not- definitely goes back to like that. I read one time where it's like, oh, like you know, social media will make you feel like 50 likes isn't a lot, but mm-hmm. if 50 people came up to you in person and they were like, hey, dude, that was really bomb. That's a great Can you imagine way to look 50 people coming up to you no. in a day? That is a great be like, That's way amazing. To look at that's it. amazing. Yeah. 50 times, dude, you'd be like overwhelmed. That would be you'd very be like, yeah. What the sure. hell? Like 50 yeah. people like telling me like that was good in like, one like day. That. In one day. That's and true. it's crazy. Like if I get 50 likes on a picture, I'm like, damn. Sheesh. Like imagine. And it's it's so fucking crazy. And I feel like it, it I feel like that yeah. goes, like why do you feel like you wish you would have more validation from your family? Like um, what makes you feel that well, way? Well, you know, like my my parents that came from nothing essentially. Yeah. And you know, my mom came from Mexico and all that they had to sacrifice so growing up, you know. Um, you are making them proud through school and yeah. through all this other stuff. And you always hear it. And then suddenly when, you know, I reached that crossroads in my life where it's like, okay, I'm going to do things on my own terms. Uh, that those words like I'm proud of you and and good job, mijo. It, 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 was, it, it was a lot more scarce, you know. I didn't mm-hmm. hear it as much. And so I kind of, you know, it gets in your head because it, it's very unorthodox what I do. You know, it's yeah. photography. It's like, okay. And it's like. You know, it's so easy to belittle that, you know, it's like, oh, your little photo thing. I heard that uh, so many times. God. So how's your how's your little photo job going? You know, uh, and I'm like, bro, pictures. like I made I made like X amount in, you know, eight days. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm doing, doing good. Fun. Right. Like, what are you doing? Right. Chump. And I think that validation from your parents just to, to hear, oh, Mijo, you're doing a good job or, you know, I'm you're proud of you. Yeah, it, it means a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um Again, being in my third year now, I don't really crave that validation anymore. I think I get it from myself now. Yeah. And I had to have some really, best. really deep talks with certain people, Hugo included, uh, where I just sat there. And I'm like, hey, look, you know, at the end of the day, um, you just got to make yourself proud, you yeah. know, and yeah. you got to do what makes you happy. And um, if if that means disappointing whoever whether definitely. it be your parents or friends you know that's definitely. that's fine you know like at the end of the day you gotta do what you gotta do yeah and we also have to kind of understand like when we think about disappointing like parents or family like we can't even like kind of make it personal like they themselves are disappointed it's just their condition to think that the only way to make it out in like this country yeah. is to like get a degree you know yeah. work a corporate yeah. job like something fancy as fuck like you know anything that's creative doesn't in their mind it's like it's very limited to who can right. thrive in that space. Like they don't believe yeah, that you and can it's, it's do Yeah, and it's such much. a taboo, right? But let exactly. me tell you, people are always gonna get married. 
yeah you know? exactly like real estate yeah. every like there if anything is more in demand than ever because you know? everyone wants to be an influencer everyone wants yeah. to look good everyone wants to look good like literally yeah. back in the i remember when instagram started bro i would post a fucking picture of my fucking jack-in-the-box chicken nuggets and my fries <laughs> and i'd be like ooh, i'd be like ooh, eating good eating good right here it my, was more like, like what you would post on your instagram story now is what you would post as, uh, a, as post a post, post. Yeah. exactly yeah, dude, sure. I, I would I, dude i remember having so many, fun literally <laughs> at the park know. like it, it was literally every everything was just yep. little things that would just make me happy in my day-to-day mm. that you like little things that we take for granted you know that we're just yeah. like oh like being able to eat this food being able to go to this park you know other people in other countries don't have that luxury it's literally right. a fucking luxury like if you it think is, yeah. about it like even the fact like you were saying like you know going to a restaurant even the fact that you go to a restaurant and sit and people wait for you like that's mm-hmm. a fucking luxury mm-hmm. people don't have that and we take it for granted and it's like nowadays like, like you said it's in demand because everybody nobody wants to show that side anymore everyone just wants to look their best look the hottest yeah and like I, even, I, and I, even influencers how they're like oh i just took some instagram photos today and i'm like myself you took time out of your yeah. day to take like actual yeah. and you photos know what? for instagram yeah and you know what myself included like i definitely like i'm part of that crowd where it's like if i don't look my best if i don't feel my best mm. if if you know if my you know whatever it wasn't looking the best i'm not posting it and it's like and then i sit there and i'm like but what the fuck? Why can't I just post it? Yeah. You know, like, why is it such, like, a big deal to feel like I have to look my best all the yeah. time? Yeah. And it's it's bullshit. It know? is. It is. And, um, you know, going back to, like, people who have, like, nothing, right? And then the the kind of the illusion we're in with social media and everything. Getting that validate the validation, yeah. that, that dopamine hit mm-hmm. with those likes and everything. I feel like I kind of, like, I am at a point in my life where I don't really... That validation through social media, I don't even care anymore. Dude, it's like I, if yeah. if I were to post right now and get like thirty likes, I'd be like, "That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Good. Like I'm chilling." You, you know what so though? Important. I have my my the make my makeup artist who did my makeup for my wedding in Mexico. He's like an old friend, and he has no well, he has social media, but like mm-hmm. it's his own personal one. And like for his makeup thing, he has none. He's been doing makeup for thirty years, and he said it to me. He was like, "I don't need that shit. Like, I don't need that to succeed. Like, I have. I've been thriving before Instagram ever came along, and I don't need it now. Honestly, I feel like word of mouth is way stronger than Instagram. Like, you will get more clients by doing a great job, having a great personality. You know, connecting with your clients on a genuine, like, fun, cool level. By that, because I feel like I've come across people like that that I've worked with, mm-hmm. and I just love their work. That when I meet anyone and anyone compliments, I'm like, dude, here, like this person's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. Like I love them, 100%. their work, and it's like, and that's just, I feel like that's better than like just posting on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yesterday, um, I did a grad shoot at uh, UCR mm-hmm. in Riverside, and um, this girl was like, no, yeah, like um, I found you through Saul, and I was like. Saul? And she's like, yeah, like, we actually have a lot of mutuals. I was like, what? And then, like, you know, it was, like, instant, like, okay, there's so much power yeah. in recommendations, you know? And yeah. that never happens if, you know, if Saul doesn't have a good impression of exactly. me. Exactly. You know, this word of mouth exactly. is a very powerful tool. And I exactly. think it, it also goes back to, like, where, like, when sometimes we want guests and we're like, oh, like, do we have enough followers for them? And I'm like, yeah. why should that even be a thing? Yeah. I mean, we reach out anyway, you yeah. know. And you know what? One day, maybe, maybe they won't say right now, but maybe in the future. And that's fine. I generally feel like even if those people don't reach back to us, like I feel like we're still thriving. We're still doing our yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you know, whoever is meant to be on this pod will be on this pod. And 
Yeah, with I, anything in life, like whatever's meant sure. to be will be. Yeah, there, there's a time place sure. for everything. You just gotta trust your own I process. I truly feel like everything is meant to be the way it is. Yeah, and like, and I generally feel like I I read this analogy the other day, um, because you know how a lot of people we worry like, what am I making the right choice? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like we that's something that a lot of us humans we worry about a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're confronted with choices every single day, and I read this analogy one time that there's like five trees. And there's this bird who decided to just sit on one tree. They're like right next to each other. And she created her nest, you know, had her eggs in there. And then one day the owner where the five trees were at came out to like trim all the trees. Mm. And when she was trimming them, she came across the third one. That's the one she had put her nest in. She decided to skip it because she saw that the nest was there. She was like, you know, I'm not going to trim this tree because this tree needs it, you know, so Mm -hmm. I'm skip it. So she went on to trim the other trees. Then the mom flies back from going to get food for her babies. And she realizes all the other trees are trimmed except hers. And she feels happy. She feels like, oh, my God, I made the right choice. Like, I decided to lay my nest on this tree. And it was the only tree that didn't get trimmed. So I made the right choice. But in reality, it doesn't matter what tree she would have picked because the owner wasn't going to trim whatever tree she would have. Exactly. So it means, like, no matter what choice you make, you're creating your life. You're the creator of your life. You know, yeah. you have control over your life, whatever choices you make. And p- pick whatever feels good for you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the universe will support that choice. And yeah. it'll unfold in, for your favor, no matter what you you pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Even if it doesn't feel like it's unfolding, yeah. it, it feels like it's not unfolding in your favor. Yeah. It actually it is in some is. way. Yeah. It literally yeah. always is, definitely. Like, for example, yesterday, the, this funny thing, I went to Target. I have this huge pimple on my face, like two right here. And tomorrow we're having, well, I thought we were having a big guest tomorrow, like mm. super big. So I was like, oh my God, I want to have this stupid pimple on my face. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Like I need to go get these pimple patches that I, I'm obsessed with that literally overnight pimples disappeared, dude. Mm-hmm. Like they're my holy grail. I went and I, I read on the app, there was one more left in the store. So I was like, I'm going to fucking find it. Like I need it. And dude, I went in the aisle that the app said it was in and it was nowhere to be found. And I was yeah. just like, fuck what the hell like maybe somebody grabbed it and misplaced it you know like if that happened well fuck i can't find it now and i had some nose strips that i had picked up before like i got to that aisle Mm -hmm. and i was standing there and i had given up already i was like hey like it's not here i looked and i couldn't find it and it's funny because i was about to put the nose strips back like to not buy them so i was like i came for the pimple patches if i'm not gonna buy them i'm just gonna put this back i'm not gonna oh, buy you're it more responsible than yeah me. so <laughs> just taking it yeah so i literally i was gonna put it back and tell me why like I was about to set it down and my gut was like, mm, no, don't set it down. And I was like, okay, like, I'm going to take it then. And then I just stood there. And then I, as I started walking away from the aisle, I dropped the the nose strips. Like they fell out of my hand. So when I went down to pick it up, I looked to the right and they were right there. Oh, the pimple awesome. patches are right Look there. The, the box was right there. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, and it's like. You're, I genuinely feel like I'm always being supported. Like, even if it feels like, dude, nothing's going right. Like, you know, it might, I might not see it in the moment. It might mm-hmm. not feel right. But it, it, everything always does. Just, it works out. One way or another. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. Literally, literally. And I think, too, um, because lately, not I've not been obsessed. But I, I've been, for some reason, I, I don't know if you guys watched the whole Liam Payne interview thing. They didn't watch it, but direction. I heard about it. Yeah, so because of that, I, I just started going, like, down a rabbit hole looking at a lot of artists mm-hmm. first performances and like them coming up and stuff like that because i know halsey got a lot of like 
weird videos coming out of her singing very like yeah you know what I mean? like <laughs> yeah. like in uh what is it um cursive singing or whatever yeah, singing in cursive. me yeah. i sing in cursive <laughs> so like i would look back and i'm like damn like imagine because they, they do kind of sound not great you yeah, know yeah but like they were so confident in what they were doing literally that look how far they've come and i always think about that i'm like if i because when i was younger i felt literally. a lot more creative than i feel now yeah and i think about it and i'm like if i would have just believed in myself as much as these people did like where would i have been you know because exactly. life like you said like just worked in their favor because they were working they believed, so hard they towards just the goal. never gave up exactly it's, it's pretty crazy it is crazy and i i feel like i feel like that's why parenting is so important because that's genuinely, I feel like we're, well, not at what I feel, it's scientifically proven. Like, kids get their morals, their values, their self-esteem, everything from mm-hmm. their childhood. You know, the yeah. way you're going to carry yeah. yourself, how you're going to, how much you're going to believe in yourself, how much you're going to run towards, you know, fear, how much you're going to, like, run towards challenges and mm-hmm. not give up. Like, all that is determined in literally how you're raised. Yeah. And I literally, like, that's what amazes me so much because, like you said, like, Halsey was singing in cursive. If I was singing in cursive, I would have been like, you know what? This is fucking terrible. I'm and not my mom would have been like, girl, you You're sound like garbage. Like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Like, literally, like, you know, it, and it just, and like, for example, Kanye, you know, in his documentary, I watched mm. a couple episodes and, you know, Kanye has a big head and he believes in, he has this, like, believe in himself that's like, almost delusional at this yeah. point. Like, no matter what fucking weird thing he says or does, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't phase him. Like, he still believes in himself. And mm. you look at the documentary, the way his mom encourages him, yeah. believes in him, just the way she speaks to him, like, it, and she and, and she acknowledges that, you know, he, he has, like, this like, ego and, mm. you know, all these things. But she doesn't make him feel bad for right. it. She yeah. doesn't shame him for it. She doesn't, you know, make well, him feel like that. There's a video of him the other day. And I totally agree. But overall, <laughs> that had a big, you know, it was a big factor yeah. in why he has success now. Because sure. it wasn't yeah. a, I genuinely feel like the caregivers are like the first kind of like voices you hear in your head when it comes to, am I able to do this? Am mm-hmm. I able to, you know. Do I believe in myself? Am I capable? And things like that. And if you have caregivers who are very encouraging and supportive and hear you and validate you and whatnot, mm. you're more likely to go for those things. Yeah, yeah especially because like, um, like when you were doing photography, I know like your parents would kind of be like, maybe you should take a more, yeah. you know. Yeah, different you know what? The <laughs> office job is looking yeah. really nice. Yeah. And, and you think about it and you're like, well, if my parents were yeah. so wise and yeah. they have all this life yeah. experience, if they don't believe in me, then... You know, right. maybe I can't. And do that's it. when you ignore the noise and you really kind of just, you know, kind of believe in yourself, yeah. essentially. It, and yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. It's hard. Yeah, because yeah. there was my, a lot of moments. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go sorry. Ahead. Go for it. Well, no, I was just gonna say there's a lot of moments where I was even doubting myself because that doubt mm-hmm. kind of seeped into my own life where i'm just like "Mm, am i capable of this when i started this covid hit just a little later yeah and going back to everything happens for a reason right i i remember as soon as i quit my office job uh, after graduating with a business major i quit my office job and i i thought to myself well damn i don't know what to do with my life anymore and hugo and a bunch of other creative mentors they were like well hey you know you've been doing this photo thing on the side why don't you just go full on and just Mm -hmm. you know embrace it right and I, I remember uh, a friend. It wasn't just creative mentors. I also told. Yeah, them. no, Steph definitely <laughs> was one of those people that encouraged me to just go for it. And um, 
I'm losing my train of thought here, but they were like, do you have uh, business cards? And I was like, mm-hmm. um, no, okay, print business cards. I was like, they told me, do you have a website? I said, no, okay, make a website. Okay, and then... Oh, like little things you could work on while COVID was happening? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so okay. then I started building all of that. And again, going back to what you said, how everything kind of plays out in your favor. I'm thinking now like, shit, like this is going to go to shit. But because of COVID, I started having all these graduation inquiries right because they were having no ceremonies because graduations got canceled so in turn people were going up to me and asking hey can i actually have photos yeah Yeah, of my graduation so i got really unexpectedly busy Mm -hmm. um as a result of that because of covid right and i in my head i was like oh covid game over dropped my dreams but it actually ended up working in my favor so it was very interesting i mean it worked in my favor because my food truck i feel only was that successful because all the restaurants were closed (laughs) right right. i don't think it was the only reason but i definitely and the food's good too it yeah it's super but it goes back to like what you said about the caregivers because my parents were always very much like i would always tell my mom like Oh, mom, I really want to go to to college because I want to make you mm-hmm. proud. And she's like, I don't care about that. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, then I don't care about that. <laughs> you know? Or I'd be like, oh, like, I want to get good grades. Like, so you can, like, be, say, like, oh, yeah, my daughter has good grades. She's like, I, I, li-. like, my mom never cared about anything, yeah. which I feel like was cool in a supportive way, but also it, ne- it affected me negatively because nothing was a big deal to me. I didn't feel like, I had to succeed in anything because my mom wasn't going to love me less or more. And that, Even though I kind of wanted her to be yeah, like... It was the exact like opposite push, for me. It's yeah, like push me harder than I was pushing myself. Yeah, and that's I, the thing. Like, you know, it really should be like about... you. I feel like you were having the wrong question at the time. Like you wanted to make yourself happy and your mom happy, your, your family happy. And I feel like that's a big thing, especially in Hispanic culture. Mm-hmm. Like we especially when our parents came over here to give us like a good life Mm -hmm. we want to do so much for them like and just you know kind of make them feel like it was all worth it you know because in reality i feel like mostly parents come over here when they have children we're like you know what we want more for our children i feel like that's what a lot of parents say at least in my family but in reality like now that we're it's our life you know like what would have made you happy at that time you know instead of thinking like well what's gonna make my mom happy what's gonna make her give me that validation exactly nobody actually asks themselves well what what can i give what can i do for myself that i'm gonna feel proud of and i didn't i didn't understand that that was really what she was saying but since she said it in a harsh way of more of like i don't care about that it was more Mm. of like damn and i feel like my mom doesn't even care why the fuck am i gonna care but that's the thing i feel like parents even especially like older parents you know Mm -hmm. older generations they don't themselves don't even understand that they themselves don't even understand like how to properly tell the children like hey like what makes you happy think about what you want to do for your life they don't know how to word like that because i know my parents have that desire for me too where they want me to feel fulfilled with myself but now with all like the learning that I've been doing, they don't know how to say it. Like they don't know how to put it into words. You know, yeah, my just mom like, was always like, "Yes, Amike." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Dad, yeah. I was like, Girl, you know, I'm I, like, Dad, I just booked three Dad, weddings. It's like, okay, okay but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and there's always and a drawback, right? And and it's like, like, yo, can, what? Can I get a hug? Yeah. <laughs> He's off. Can I get a kiss? Yeah, like a like a good shit, mijo. Like yeah, that'd be cool. Like something, you know. <laughs> and it's just so crazy. And I feel like that's why I try to make it a point now with Ezra. Now that he's yeah. Growing up, knowing what I know, to make him feel like he's okay and valid always, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of parents 
now that I'm a parent and I am around parents more, one thing that I notice is that parents only give their children praise and validation when they're doing something. When they're like doing a cool trick or like making something out of dirt mm. or like they give the children attention when they're literally like performing in a yeah. sense, you know, mm-hmm. not just because they're sitting there, you know, and it's like I try to make it a point if Ezra's just sitting on my lap to be like, oh, my God, I love you so much. You're yeah. so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. you sit no. the best on my lap. You give the best kisses and hugs. Like and you're you know so what? amazing. I like, never noticed how um, how if much effect that has. Because my niece, when she was like, she's only one and a half. Yeah. When she was younger, when she would cry, I'd be like, wow, look at the trees. And like, yeah. we would look at the trees. And now, like, she'll go up to a plant and she'll kind of like yes. pet it. And she's yes. like very tender with like yes. plants, I noticed. Yes. And I feel like, well, one, my mom has a lot of plants and she needs to be in the garden. Like, yeah. every single day, she needs to have garden time because yeah. she That's just sick. loves being around. You could all use some garden time. Yeah. For and sure. I don't know if it was on me or yeah. just on my mom because like, we all like to keep her outside. But like, yeah. I noticed now for everything she'll be like whoa like, yeah, yeah, yeah little tiny things she's gonna grow up loving Kids. like oregon and everything oh for sure 100 children are like sponges it's like the sure. literally yeah. and dude literally like ezra had his first play day yesterday that's awesome his that first ever, dude his first ever play day and it went really well um both of them are one month apart so mm. you know they're very close in age and yeah. same thing with me like she the mom which is my friend we actually were best friends in middle school and we barely reconnected recently. Mm. She's my hairdresser. So awesome. we reconnected and, you know, we have a child the same age and she was telling me that he doesn't have friends. Like she doesn't get out much. She doesn't have a big family. Mm-hmm. So her son's always at home alone most of the time playing with himself. And I'm like, dude, same thing with me. Like I, Ezra does see his like cousins here and there, but most of the time it's just me and him at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm playing with him. Not, but not I, as many little kids. But I can tell that he gets tired of me. You know, he wants mm-hmm. other children to play with. <laughs> yeah. So we agreed on a play day and it was, it was, it went well, you know, obviously like any other kid though, like Ezra has, he's not used to sharing his toys, you know, he's, he's home alone. Same with her son. He's not used to sharing his toys. So we went to her house. So her son was having more of a hard time in the beginning. It was like, they were excited and they were having fun, but then over like an hour passed by and then he was starting to get more frustrated because Ezra was like running all over the place, you know, (laughs) with his toys. And whatever thing Ezra picked up, he wanted. So I feel like it was more he felt like Ezra was kind of like taking his stuff, Mm -hmm. which is totally valid. You know, he's two years old, you know, and he's a baby. Um, So he was having a really hard time, like throwing tantrums. And Ezra throws tantrums, too. But they're different, you know. One of one of the things that this little boy does is that he kind of yells when he's having a tantrum, mm. and Ezra doesn't do that. But tell me, this morning he threw a tantrum and he started yelling. Oh, oh no! And he never does that. Did you shut it down? And no, I don't shut it down. You know, like I I kind of hold space for that hard emotion because like I have hard time with my emotions too. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's one another thing like. Why do we expect children to be able to like kind of manage their emotions? Yeah, like, we, we as can. adults have a hard time with it, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's really hard, especially their brains aren't developed that well yet. But it's crazy when I tell you, dude. Like kids are like sponges. Like literally, like I said, from one day to another, Ezra just saw that from that like three four hours that they interacted. He saw him yell a couple times, mm-hmm. and this morning Ezra woke up yelling in his tantrum, and I was just like, damn. And that's not the first time that I see it. Like, literally, same thing when, like, I hang out with my niece and my nephew. That is mm-hmm. my sister's two kids. And her kids do certain things when they're having tantrums. And now, like, my son does it, too. And it's, like, my nephew, he'll, like, if you cause attention to something and he's not having it, he'll be like, ha-ha. Yeah, he'll do that. <laughs> Ezra started doing that. Yes, yes. 
Yes, Ezra started doing that shit. Like I'll I'll tell I'll call Ezra's attention to something and he'll just be like, haha. And it's like <laughs> I'm telling you, like kids will absorb anything. And that's why I feel like a lot of things that parents do when they have children is like they try to mold their lifestyle to like kind of fit the kid when it should be the other way around mold the kid into your lifestyle like if mm-hmm. you like you said you like to garden you like to go out and be in nature you like to do all these things have them be out in nature just how you're doing yeah. with your niece and that's why she's starting to love nature in general and like be like wow with plants and trees because yeah they're she's practically absorbing your beliefs your morals what yeah, you yeah, like yeah. it's like a little clone literally it's your stamping. literal clone yeah. mm-hmm. and 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 i have that in my mind that's like i'm trying to do the best job that i can because eventually they're gonna grow up to a point where they're gonna start thinking for themselves and they're gonna start being like well do i really like this or am i just doing this because you know whatever is, yeah, yeah, yeah you know you start becoming your own person and it's like okay you start thinking about all the values all the morals everything mm-hmm. that your parents instilled in you everything you learned and yeah. you're like do that's I really where you're like at this? the crossroads yeah, right? yeah yeah do i really like this am i gonna keep upholding this or am i gonna like leave this behind i wish i really wish we could i mean i'm sure we can in a way but like i want to be able to tap into the moments like that because they're so important like they're just pivotal moments yeah. that you don't even realize, realize are happening yeah literally and imagine if you could just pick your brain and be like whoa that yeah. in that moment is when i realized that was pivotal. Like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. It's, it's pretty insane yeah i've thought about that um i have to pee yeah no. go ahead and <laughs> um, i was gonna like mention how i feel like a lot of people um are still stuck in like the old style of photography where it's literally just like snap a picture and just print the picture out and that's what you're getting mm-hmm. yeah. or like you know record a video and then just just kind of cut and put things together but that's yeah, it yeah. like no yeah. other kind of editing that's change, what you're getting. for sure and i feel like people are still like expecting to kind of pay for that kind of work uh, you know what i mean you say it more in quince's that's why oh, i don't do them that's, that's why hugo, I don't do <laughs> hugo doesn't do quince's either yeah literally for that because reason because look like you said traditional mindset right the mom has her own vision the daughter has like her own vision more instagram you know yeah and then the dad's usually paying for it so you have three and different visions you have three different <laughs> exactly Three different visions, no matter what you do, you're not going to make somebody happy. Yeah. And I've learned that after doing a few of them early on. Yeah. So that's why I'll just be like, hey, I'm going to just send you to somebody else because I, I can't do those yeah. anymore. Yeah, Hugo doesn't know for that reason too. And it's funny because I've even had family members who want to like hire Hugo. Well, back in the day, not anymore. Yeah. And Hugo would give him his prices, which are obviously like they're at par with his work his level mm-hmm. of work and you know everything that he offers oh, but family they don't understand that they would be like how expensive yeah, how dare he you literally and, like yeah. oh like can't give a family discount like all this crap Jeez. and it's like girl let me tell you if someone well, truly should've... supports your vision exactly. they're gonna pay extra yeah. they whatever you charge they're gonna, they're gonna pay more than that or, yeah. or they'll have no problem paying what you are charging exactly just because um you know, as you as you do stuff like this, you're gonna you're gonna see people, you know, be like, hey, you know, you th- you got me, bro, and it's like, yeah, dude, that is so awkward to me though. Yeah, that, like, it makes for tough conversations, you know. But I, like for the most part, I don't have that problem, so I'm really blessed to say that. But uh, like, it does happen. But the audacity, like when I would have the food truck, people would be like, oh, can I get a free water? And I'd be mm. like, yeah, pay for it. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, can I get a free? Because they'll <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, I've been coming here since you opened. Thanks. That's cool. Thanks. Um, Still I don't know what I'm gonna do, buddy. Like that's hella weird. I don't know, yeah. like how where you find the audacity to yeah. feel like you deserve 
free things right yeah if it's gonna be free it's because you're going you're, you're the because one the offering person, yeah yeah like yeah. if you want to do that then that's on you because yeah. you he used to always be like that I'd be like oh i'll charge you this much i'm like dude just fucking <laughs> charge me how much yeah. ever you charge yeah, sure. you know because i i believe in that like if you're giving that with time. especially if you're giving quality if you were a shitty ass photographer <laughs> i'd be like yeah man for free on <laughs> <day."> <laughs> <laughs> but oh, like if no. you're giving quality work yeah. then you know it should be acknowledged and it should be appreciated and not fucking lowballed definitely for sure. yeah, yeah I, I had to learn that with time you know and um again like i said i'm blessed to say like people that do support me they're never hesitant to to pay what i'm charging you know and i think that's a really cool feeling so. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god! I'm talking so about nibble. quality work, quality products, quality products. <laughs> no, okay. Actually, let me tell you because this is a genuine, genuine review right now. So I, when I got here, I hadn't really drank water, and I went to go pee. My pee was yellow. Ew. Like I'm not joking. I I'm a little dehydrated. Not gonna lie. I'm like almost done with my thing. Crystal, I didn't even have to flush, but I did anyways because that's gross. Literally, <laughs> this is so good. My stomach feels amazing because after that shot, I got a little bloated. Period. We took a shot pre pre podcast. We took a shot, and it really does help. I have been wanting to try this so bad because this um like gym influencer that I follow, she takes it, and I was like, I was always really iffy about other brands. And since she took this one and I trust her, I was like, I'm gonna get this one. So I am a strong believer. Let me explain to you what it is because you didn't know. No. Pretty much just like superfoods. Superfoods includes like spirulina, um, just like greens. And they like concentrate it into like obviously a powder form. And it helps with like your digestive system. Like if you're bloated, it helps get your digestive system going and like kind of flushing all the toxins out. And it also helps boost your immunity, like your whatever, which is totally needed in these times and days. So shout out to Blooms. Yeah, and they have probiotics, which is, again, I take in pill form anyway, so this is just so much easier, but I'm a fan. And it tastes delicious. It's this one's coconut flavor. Mm -mm -mm. Get yourself one because 1010 recommend, buddy. This is amazing. I, I, know, I know some people don't believe but open up your heart. Nah, just kidding. Please. <laughs> no, for real. Honestly, when I peed right now, I was like, what am I looking at? Yeah. It was amazing. Love that. Love Wait, that. Just, I'm sorry, I have a question, but you said your pain don't go when you sit down, so how do you see your pee? Uh, when, when you, you stand, stand up, up and flush. And flush the toilet. Oh. <laughs> You're like, hilarious. What do you want me to be like that? <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, we don't does. look at the toilet. <laughs> What just close it mean? immediately and don't look <laughs> i always i don't want to know what's in there <laughs> don't look when i flush <laughs> disgusting how do you think girls do it or what it's like this it's right you had a little brain fart it happens you know yeah, yeah well, and plus you gotta i've been very much um you guys i don't have my giant water bottle right now yeah i'm very disappointed it was in tj and my brother just got back and i forgot it was in the car i had left in the okay so i was gonna take it to mexico and my dad was like don't bring that shit it's embarrassing and he made me feel bad <laughs> what we had so much stuff to carry so he was it's like upset that i had my big ass jug and so i left it in the car and we left the car in I, tj this is a weapon i think it's huge Dude, but like it's so convenient. Alex has been drinking eight bottles a day because I bought him one and he doesn't, you don't notice how much you're drinking. It is such a good investment. I'm not going to lie. And you can pair it great with Bloom. Dietary <laughs> supplements. <laughs> no, I'm joking. 
Okay, but honestly, I'm going to buy all you no, guys one. It's They're really amazing. so good. Please buy me one. Too, I would actually love it if you did. Only if you promise you're going to use it. That I was my condition. S- I swear to God on my life, I'll I would use pictures. that shit religiously. I promise you. Like, I would never not. I promise. Okay, next gotta, week. I will have it with health. me every single day. I swear okay. to God I would. Because it's it's really good. And yeah. I, I truly mean it about this, too. I don't like recommending products that are just, eh. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever. But I, I really do, Um, I believe in it. And, I, and it really does help a lot. My Sweet. stomach feels great. And the flavor is really delicious. So there you go, guys. Go ahead All right, and give it a guys. try. So now we're going to read some tea. Yeah. I know a lot of y'all have been requesting for us to do this. We'll be lagging it sometimes. But, you know, we're here today. It's a new day. And we are going to um, read. Um, I'm formally meeting my boyfriend's mom and I'm scared. I have no idea what to do or what type of flowers to bring. Our past interactions haven't been the best walked in on us Ooh. girl Damn. i would walk wild. in like nothing had ever happened i'd be like hey how are you and then just pretend that she never saw you i feel like yeah. that's the way to move past it because never there's it. no way to talk about that yeah your son was you know ramming me in the ass hitting it wrong like, babe, <laughs> like honestly like maybe right now in the beginning i agree like steph you know like there's no way just Act like it never happened. Yeah. Just, you know, be your normal self. Down the line, when you guys get comfortable and you feel like you have a relationship with her and you guys are close, which I feel like would happen. I feel like I would definitely be the tough to be like, remember when you like walked in on us? And I would yeah. crack the fuck up. Like, it'd be a joke at that point. Or if she's nice, if she's she cool would probably. Like that. Yeah, 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 it depends on the up. dynamic of. Yeah, yeah. 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 If, on, I feel like that would only work if she's like one of those cool laid back like right. moms. Like, you know, swagras that you're like, oh my God, they're funny. They're joking around with me all the time. Like, I feel like if. I got that sense of that kind of swagger. I would, in the future when we're close, like joke around with her, like, I remember that time. You yeah. Know, like kind of break the ice about yeah. that. If she's not rude, then yeah. there, you really have nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if this is a one-on-one too. No. The way it's worded. It's pretty, so. I don't no. think, I've never met someone who met their just boyfriend's mom. mom. Yeah, yeah, just without I mean, the boyfriend. You know. No. Also, orchids are always a great flower because they last a really long time and they don't yeah. require that much water. Yeah. But I think you should ask your boyfriend also if she's even a, gr- a flower girl. Yeah, that's she true. might be like a wine girl or a tequila girl. You oh, know? yeah. My second was a tequila girl. Um, hey, besties. I just came here to ram. I'm feeling a bit sad at the moment. So I was at a go-kart track and I was so close to meeting the bare minimum height to be able to race. So since I didn't reach the height requirement, I'm a little person, by the way. Obviously, I didn't participate with my brother and his friend. This wasn't surprising to me because I was already expecting it, but I didn't expect this wave of sadness to hit me once I saw how much fun my brother and other people were having racing. It just made me get into my head and think about how I'll never be able to experience fun things, such as riding the big roller coasters at Six Flags, go go go-karting, and just enjoy going out in general without worrying I'll be too short for certain things. And I feel like because of my height, I missed out on my teen years. I'm turning 19 in July, and I don't know, I just hate how I'm the only one in my family that was born this way. And I'm not saying that my life's been all bad, but it's just certain little things like this that gets me triggered. And cry once I'm alone. Anyways, that's pretty much it. But I love the podcast, y'all. And keep doing what you're doing. Oh, my cool. God. I'm so sorry that that has been your experience. I have. I, I actually did grow up around a lot of little people. And I never really personally had the conversation with them. But I do remember just always trying to be inclusive. Especially, like, with, like, Six Flags and stuff like that. Like, we wouldn't go... Not as often. It was just more of, like, we would try to do things that were inclusive to everyone most of them that i met were adults though and then they had a a little girl and she um came out as a little person too because i know they don't always 
But um, it's it's just difficult because like if it's normal to you, then you're just like, okay, you know, you know how to accommodate. But people that aren't around that much kind of see it as like, oh, like, look. And that I never understood that as a child. I never understood why people were so kind of like, because like even like my friend, his name's like Joe, but we call him Lil Joe. And it was just mm -hmm. normal to me. And then like we'd say that and then they'd meet him. They're like, oh, he's little Joe. And I'm like, yeah, but to me, that was just his name, you know? And I think eventually you're going to surround yourself with people that are going to see, are going to make you feel like what, how your life has been isn't, um, how do I word it correctly? Like, it's just normal because that's your normal. And eventually you're going to surround yourself with people that see it as that way. They're not going to see it as like, oh, here's a little person. You know what I mean? Because it's not a, like a disability, at least not in my eyes. Certain pe little people can have disabilities. Like I know little Joe, he's in a wheelchair. But to me, it was just always like, oh, that's just how they are. And it's yeah. just, I never noticed. I never saw it as something that was to be frowned upon. And I never even thought about that. So I honestly want to appreciate, I want to um, tell you that I appreciate that because I feel like even just with wheelchair and stuff like that, like people don't notice how much privilege you have in your own life from being just like, you know, I know some guys are like, oh, I'm so short. And then, like, you know, you meet people that are literally too short to yeah. do certain things. Yeah. And you don't really notice yeah. how, like, even just going on a roller coaster, like how we were talking about earlier, yeah. like, going on a roller coaster is a privilege. Yeah, definitely. But you're 19, and for the most part, I feel like you're probably doing amazing at what you are. But I just think try to find and reach out to people that kind of connect with your stories. Yeah, and also, um, I, I definitely feel for like i i obviously like i'm not in that situation so like i i can only imagine how that must mm -hmm. feel uh, i'm gonna say go-karting is not as fun as it looks no even like rides itself you know you're not missing out on anything crazy you know maybe like ride a horse like <laughs> I love riding horses. <laughs> there's a lot of other cool things there's a lot of do. other yeah. cool yeah. things um i definitely think though like you feeling upset is definitely valid, you know, so hold space for yourself, be compassionate for yourself. You know, like you said, it sucks that you're the only one in your family that has to go through this, that that's your human experience. And I definitely think that there's a lot of beauty in that. You know, I feel like just how you're missing out on things, I'm pretty sure you also have other things that you can experience that us as big people can't, you know, mm -hmm. that don't have, you know, you're probably more compassionate, you're more understanding, you're more like, you have like more of a beautiful soul to see beauty and where people will probably only see like bad, you yeah. know. So I definitely think there's a duality to everything. Um, so definitely your feelings are valid. And um, thank you for sharing that. Thank yeah. you for being vulnerable. Thank you mm -hmm. for feeling like you trusted us with that, you know, and we see you and I hope that you have better experiences and that you surround yourself with people that, you know, are still going to support you and love you through whatever, you know, experience that you have. And, and I, sorry, I wanted to add before I lose my train of thought. And I think that now more so even just because of Game of Thrones, like um, Peter Dinkley, I think is his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a little person on the show. Tyrion. He's so crazy talented, like yeah. easily one of my favorite actors, yeah. like just ever and people knew him from game of thrones but yeah. i mean he's been in like x-men like he's been in so many yeah. movies and i'm like oh, i love yeah, you and he's yeah. seen as a badass you yeah know? So and it's just like embrace those things you feel like right. are your weaknesses yeah. right and no, i think like getting that representation on. out too is yeah. really really important and it's yeah. dope and it's cool that One you know thousand percent yeah for sure they're getting that so we send you so much love yeah. you know and i also wonder like what if you wore wore like like big heels or like booties <laughs> 
like big fucking <laughs> booties girl like would that make a difference yeah because it's not about the height it's just like in roller coasters at least it's just more of like because if you're not strapped in correctly you could uh, fall out it's just more so that yeah okay okay because I was thinking, I was about to be like, girl, I know some great booties. But Zenny is so much love, babe. Can't <laughs> yeah. okay, go for it. I have a boy best friend and we've been friends for a while now, but it was until this year that I noticed feelings towards him. But the thing is, that I can't date him as much as I want to because he recently dated my girl best friend for two months. She knew I liked him because they got together and I respect respected their relationship i pushed my feelings away but now that they aren't together anymore and knowing it didn't last long i'm regaining feelings my best my girl best friend yet sends me hints that she would be upset if one of her friends were to date her ex Hmm. um i wish I wish we had more context. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking that too. I need more context because look, I, I feel like the term girl best friend is said very loose these days. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of girls aren't really best friends. They just like to throw that term out there because they hang out with girls often, but they're low-key very like spiteful and like just not actual friends towards each other. Especially because if she knew you liked him and dated why him would, anyways. Yeah, why would, I mean, unless you didn't tell her, which, you know, that's, you know, I just does I I need more context to this. Yeah. Uh, although I will say, if you feel some type of way towards him, and he feels the same way back, and you feel like it's real, be honest. You know, if you feel like that's a real yeah. friendship, because I feel like either way it might be inevitable. You might do something with that person, and if you actually cherish this friendship, maybe be straightforward. And if you know, if she's already sending hints that she'd be upset if somebody dated her ex, maybe she's already picking up on something. Yeah. So just yeah. be honest. Plus, to me, two months is not even a relationship. It's not to me either. That's but like then again, I don't the know. the trial. How... Yeah. <laughs> but then again, like, I don't know how old you are either. I wish I knew how old you guys were because I feel like the mentality when you're like 17, 18 is very different from when you're like fucking 24. That's what I'm saying 25. though, because I dated someone for two months twice and i don't count either of those yeah see it's we need more info yeah but good luck good luck i just say just do it girl follow your gut babe (laughs) (laughs) my horniness got the best of me and i paid a prostitute for some head and a hand job 50 bucks kudos to you buddy you know you could give yourself a hand job though for free free. you could have saved those 50 bucks (laughs) yeah maybe it would have been 25 if you (laughs) got in the discount it's a meal maybe do some stretches you know, you can get in that position. <laughs> so I think my mom thinks que yo soy bipolar o tengo algo malo because me and her and my dad, because me, her, and my dad are talking to a psychologist so that I have a better relationship with them because over the last couple of months, I have been lashing out at them or contestando mal whenever, when I never really even talk to them, but sometimes I'm tired and I have a tone of voice they might not like. Mm. Um, it sounds to me like you're just... Uh, kind of like burnt out fed up you know with the dynamic of mm-hmm. your family your nervous system definitely sounds dysregulated if they took you to a psychiatrist it's probably because they themselves don't know how to manage their own emotions so they're probably like tripping on you because you're finally angry and speaking up instead of being submissive and people pleasing but yeah i do but like I think, that they're actually taking the time to go yeah, to yeah. psychologists i, was gonna say, I think yeah. definitely open yeah. maybe try to open up a little bit as to because i noticed when yeah. i lash out at least i i notice it's not about the person it's i'm never, lashing out on yeah it's just a um 
culmination of a bunch of yeah like it just everything else got to a point where it's at my limit so everything is going to trigger me yeah for sure so maybe just try to open up a little bit and especially if if you do yearn to have a good relationship with him it sounds like a good step yeah a psychiatrist sounds kind of crazy though i mean maybe there's more that you didn't put but i i would think therapy but also is it psychiatrist or therapist because i feel like those two words are Mm. but like they're used when the same when like that's what i'm saying like Mm. that's what i'm saying it sounds more like a therapy session. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems more suitable. Which, again, it's a good sign that they're even taking the time to go to one. So Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'll be telling my family to go, and <laughs> they don't listen. <laughs> All right, so last one, Bessies. I was friends with benefits with a guy I knew since I was 14 years old, and we reconnected when I was 19. We decided to be friends with benefits <laughs> and continued it for four years. At one point, it became something serious, or at least in my view, it did, and he gifted me a necklace. Fast forward the next two years, things weren't going well, and things just kind of ended a month ago. A week ago, I just found out that he got my friend pregnant, and this friend was a girl that I told that I was told not to worry about. She was just she was my friend, and I trusted her with everything, and she knew the ups and downs of my relationship with this guy. So my question is, how can I heal properly from this? Because I feel completely betrayed and blindsided by this happening. I'm pretty sure we read this one. Yeah. That is Damn, that's so a curveball. Damn. Yeah, but if you guys, what would you guys have to say about this? I'm pretty sure we did, but now that I read it, like, what, did you, what were your guys' thoughts on it? My thought is just to, I don't know. It's because that's it's because she's getting betrayed twice. Yeah. So Sounds that's like kind more of a like he's treating her as like an object less than an actual relationship. Like if yeah. he's willing to, I don't know, like that. I think it's just more so to realize that none of their actions had anything to do with you because obviously you weren't important enough to either of them to respect that boundary exactly um i honestly the only way to heal is to just move on and literally cut them off yeah like find friends that give you actual support and not one uh, your friends with benefits should never go on that long yeah, it almost sounds like a level of comfort oh, at that point. Yeah, like, like, you're just looking to each other for you don't comfort. Come in. Not and really once you feel aspect. like it's not a friends with benefit anymore, I think that's when you should cut it off because yeah. then it's like one person obviously wants more and the other one doesn't. doesn't so you're yeah. just like hurting yourself at that yeah, point. Yeah, really. I've seen it happen once. I don't know why I was but it's true because you're so invested and this person is just kind of like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so like, I, this isn't what i signed up for yeah, sort of yeah. Thing, right? like Literally. you you knew and you it's knew like going fuck into you it. Right, right, yeah right. i did know but then you started caressing my cheek <laughs> going like that yeah. yeah back you dude all right besties that is it for today thank you so much for joining us we had a great time with sal we had a great conversation a lot of good laughs a lot of good insights so Thank you for joining us, Steph. I missed you. I know so I missed much. you guys. I'm but so glad before you're back. we go, we're gonna mention that we're gonna have a live show <gasps> yeah. June twentieth in Culver City. Yeah. We will be dropping the details on our Instagram. So if you guys gonna want to go watch us or judge us or throw tomatoes at us, I'll try you to can be there. Do that, y'all. Please, y'all better go because we're gonna be on it like stage and there's gonna be like tables and like it's like probably like restaurant bar bar vibes and people are gonna be in the audience and we have to interact so we need you besties yes yeah, supporting we need your support so come through watch us ask us questions you know just fuck around. or the haters to add a little bit of drama yeah please you know? just a little something you know to make the night great <laughs> so if you guys would like to yeah. join us june, june 20th, 20th culver, culver city. city if you're not from here then Take a flight. Do what you gotta do. Take a flight. Meet us. Do what you gotta do. 
start a GoFundMe. Please. Yes. I will start it for you. <gasps> Imagine. That would be so much fun. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but <laughs> if I Before did, it would be fun. Before we head out, we're going to give a shout out to our Patreon besties. First and foremost, we have Cynthia Solares. Hi, Thank you Cynthia. so much, Cynthia. We truly appreciate the support. Solares, that's a dope Next, name. we have Carolina. 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 Okay, go. miss girl. I love that name. Next, Kilo. we have Andrea Fernandez. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate the support. Thank you. Jaylene. Jaylene. Oh, that is a beautiful name. I love name. that name. I, I, I really cute. do love that name. Yeah. Edward. Eduardo. Eduardo. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Um, next, Mumbo El Diablo. Okay. Mm. Is that like your little rapper name That's or something? Cool name. Like, like what? What is that from? That like kind of reminds me of like like if he rides a motorcycle or something. Yeah, drop I mean? a comment, please. I would like, like to know that. where that name comes from. Justin, Justin, buddy. Justin. Biebs, Biebers. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jessica and Vasquez. Okay. Hello. Thank hey, you. I see you at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Susanna Duran. Duran. I love that. Love that name. I've never seen such diverse last names. Literally. I know I mention it every time, but every time I'm like, what the fuck? Saul. So- Saul. Um, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> Caceres? Caceres. Or- Caceres. Or- That's crazy. Cause, That's a cool last name, too. Because it's so random because it's two C's, but they're both doing different sounds. Yes. Yes. Unless it's caqueres. Yeah, that's what or I'm saying. Like, I hope, I hope we're Sasseris. not butchering it. Which also sounds really cool. Next, we have Rich, Rich. Valdez. Okay. Richie Rich. I love hey that girl. name. Okay. Marilyn. 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 Thank you, Miss Girl. Berenice Basilio. Berenice Basilio. Basilio. There's an I in Maybe. there. Hey, boo. Thank you hey, so much. Girl. Thank you. Samantha Stevens. Are you white? I hate you. What? Steven <laughs> is a white last name. It's pronounced Stephens. Her mom, Steph- her, 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 mom, her mom could be Hispanic. Oh, we true. That's what I'm saying. But her pops could be white. Unless. You probably. Unless, Samantha, your parents got divorced and then your <laughs> and you mom married a white man and you gave you the white man's name. Miriam. Hello. Hello. I love that name. Lorenzo Ortiz. Lorenzo Ortiz. Um, Lorenzo, um, I don't love your name, but only because that was my ex-boyfriend's name. So. <gasps> oh, no. I will be calling you Orti from now the on. The trauma. Ortizi. Ad Suarez. Okay. Ooh. The, the names. I, I feel like I'm wondering if y'all be making up your names at like this AD, point. You know? AD? AD. AD. Let's give him a name. Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> I'm like, what names have fucking D in it? Maria. Maria. Nucking, Damn, you song. actually know the whole song. lyric. I, I didn't know that it. Song. Hi, boo. Thank you. Jess. Who's Jess. that girl? It's Jess. <laughs> that show is amazing. You should watch it, by the way, if you haven't. Dude, 1010. Literally. Lucero. One of my favorite novelas has Lucero in it. But my dad was obsessed with this woman called Lucero, and sh- that was what caused my parents to get divorced. Oh my so, God, the I'm drama. Sorry, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Is that a true story? They, that wasn't why they got divorced, but he did have a huge crush on this actress 
Her name was Lucero. Oh, I think that's what I'm talking yeah. about. I Lucerito, love Lucero. My daughter called her Lucerito. Does she have like brunette hair? Yes. Yes, that's her. Yes, that's that's her. the one. Yep. Erin, get your bitches up. 909. Love What's that. Up? I fucking love that. Get your fucking bitches up, Get dude. your bitches up. Yadira Galicia. Oh, wow. Gal- Did I say that right? She's Galicia. Galicia. You sound like you own Galicia. an hacienda. Yeah, for sure. Ashley... Or Giselle oh. Gutierrez. Love that name. Gutierrez. Do you spell uh, Gutierrez with an I before the after the U? Is there some spell like that? Or am I tripping? Yeah, you might be tripping. Yeah, just a little bit. Ashley, babe, put your last name so you can stand out. Yes. And we can know which Ashley you are. Ashley G, I'm assuming. Ash, Ashley G. Ashley, GLR. you should mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. You want me to leave right now? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm gonna look her up. (laughs) I'm gonna start saying that. I'm gonna be saying that all the time. Albert Fausto. Love that. Lovely name. Karen Cespedes. Cespedes. Sounds like Wespedes, you know? She looks like a Karen we went to high school. I mean, I know it's super tiny. Can you zoom in? No, that's definitely not that Karen. I took that Karen to prom, actually. Oh, really? Wait, what <laughs> yeah. Karen are you talking about? Uh, Ortiz? You're thinking of, I think you're thinking of it. Do you took her to prom because you liked her? <sighs> I did. Looking back at it, I think I did more than I realized in that moment. Oh, okay. For sure. Does she like you back? I don't know. I think so. I don't think we're talking about the same one. No, I'm pretty sure it's a different Bridget Rosales. Uh, I think Bridget is such a cute name. Bridget? It doesn't have a D. No, it doesn't. I think that there's It's still pronounced the same. There's this one girl in my... When I worked at Rialto High School, her her name was British. And I asked her straight up, like, girl, what's the story behind that? Like... Her name was British? British, yes. And she said that her mom actually wanted to name her Bridget. But she misspelled Bridget and spelled yeah. it Bridget. Oh my god! <laughs> the birth certificate. Why don't they just call her Bridget? It just stuck. She likes it now. British. British. That's cute. Yeah, I guess I, I would like it. I feel like it's it unique. would stick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, people have weird names. I have a friend named Zachary, and she's a girl. Yeah, I, think I took that's her photos. Cute. Yeah, you did. That's cute. Love you, baby girl. I don't even know if she watches Yanelli it. Yanelli Santillan. <laughs> Santillan. Oh, I love that last name. Yanelli is a really pretty name too. Yeah. Samuel. Samuel. Hey. Perrones. <laughs> Sinai. Oh, I like that name. Me it's too. So I've only met two people named like that. Yeah. Well, Maybe. the one and then you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, Sinai. Andrew Vega. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Are you vegan? Oh, no. It's Vega, Andrew. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> stupid Kate. girl. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kate. Katie Kate's. Katie, babe. Kate Spade. <laughs> R.I.P. Ooh. Okay. Sniggling. Damn. Mike. All these people here. That's crazy. Mike. Mike. Laurie. Let's say it in like ASMR. Okay. <clears throat> Mike. <laughs> you gotta talk into the mic. You gotta be like Mike. Mike Laurie. Arturo Solorzano. Diana Hernandez. Maria Felipe. 
I'm like core. I'm like harmonizing your. <laughs> I'm just a backup singer. Sandra Gonzalez, Valeska. Valeska. That was nice. I always, every time I read that name, I want to say Valeska. It's like when you open a can. Valeska, like a soda. Drea. Ivalis <laughs> Tirado. So sweet. Yes. So dope names. Dude, literally every yeah. time I'm amazed. Every fucking time. Thank you guys so much for everything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But thank you guys for tuning in once again. We're going to be on a live show June 20th in Culver City. Thank you for coming on the show, friend. Of course, yeah. Thank you it guys really for having fun. me on. Yeah, I hope it was everything you hoped time. to be for. Of I'm used to being behind the camera, but this was a nice little yeah. change. So. Well, I appreciate thank, you guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, definitely. We had a great time. Yeah, had fun. Definitely love your conversation. The yeah, Impa, for sure. your I mean, insight, I, everything was amazing. Yeah. Thank you for being on. Thank you guys. I feel like time. we could have honestly talked. Oh, yeah, I didn't sure. even notice the yeah. time flying. I was like, oh shit. We could have like gone for like hours for sure. <laughs> for yeah. sure. But I think that's a really cool thing to say for yeah. sure. So and thank you guys. We have to have another game night. Game night. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Ooh, sequence, baby. It's on. I'm down. It's so dope. We could have like a sequence tournament. Oh my god. I'll bring the burrito. Throw, okay, throw, we'll yeah. plan it. We'll plan it. We'll yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Yay. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm your host, Stephanie, and you can find me at Steph Scott Milk on everything. And I'm your host, Vanessa Casares. And you can find me at bloomingvc.vic on Instagram and TikTok and bloomingvc on Twitter. Blooms, you say? Yes. <laughs> and then I'm Sal. You can find me on everything. Sal's touch. Pretty simple, straight to the point. Uh, hit me up if you need photos. Yes, they're amazing. Go check out his stuff. Awesome work, love it. He would have been my wedding photographer, but he told me he didn't want to do that for uh, me. So it, I, you know what? <laughs> That's right. the deal. Is I don't like doing photos yeah. for my close friends. It's like when doctors don't operate on their family members. It makes yeah, sense. exactly. It makes yeah, sense for sure. Totally but, only it's not the same at all. <laughs> 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 only it's completely different. Love you guys. All right, bye, bye. guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs>